my way of seeing it is like I'm gonna help these kids, man, because there's a oh, lot okay. of a lot of Leonardo da Vinci's. There's a lot of Teslas. There's a lot of like, there's a lot of fucking uh, very smart kids, man. They have that potential to be those da Vinci's and be those Teslas, but they don't have the resources. Yeah, the resources. You know what I'm saying? My mom always, always, always supported me, man. Like she'd make me let me make a mess. You know what I'm saying? And create. I'd be cutting cardboard out and fucking making like shit out of balloons and fucking yeah. getting my toys, breaking them apart, making my own shit. You know what I'm saying? What's up, man? This is Emilio Garcia. Uh, I'm on Instagram under uh, Emilio Garcia Art. Let's answer a few questions uh, that a lot of people got. Uh, appreciate Noel for letting me be on this Go Hard podcast, man. Let's get it. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Go Hard Podcast. I'm your host, Noel, as usual. Man, we got a very special guest. Man, let's give it up for Emilio Garcia Art. What's up, man? How you guys doing? Man, we're doing good. Just chilling, trying to stay warm. It's cold as fuck outside today. Hell yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. How long we been planning this? About a month now. Yeah? Yeah. What you had had going on? Wait, planning this? Yeah, the podcast, yeah. Yeah, I mean, what do I got going on? What you have going on like before? Because I remember like we tapped in and I think you were um mm, just a at an art man just work just working just uh everything had already been set up all the tattoo appointments and we're just going to work. How booked were you in December? In December, man, this day is pretty consistent, man. Just I stay pretty booked and I only get every other weekend off and I'll spend it with my little boy and that's it. But right. a pretty book, man. Every free day, I'm just working. Tell us, first tell us, mm-hmm. um, give us a, give us a little bit about your background, mm-hmm. where you tattoo at, you know, um, what do you specialize in like, as far as like artwork and, you know, tattoo. Okay. Uh, so right now I'm tattooing at Ritual. Um, it's in um, Cyprus uh, with my boy Jose. And... Um, his name was what, Jose Tusway or something? Jose Tusway, yes, sir. That's my boy. Let's go. Uh, he did a rose on me. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. He was saying he tatted you For before, real? Yeah. man. I didn't know that. Uh, yeah. yeah, he did a money rose. Yeah, yeah. That's what's up, man. But yeah, I do a lot of uh, a lot of black and gray tattooing and uh, realism. Um, and I do color too, but I stray away from it, man. But I'm I'm gonna try to get back on it and kind of do a little bit more of that. And portraits. Portraits. That's my favorite thing to do. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. Ralph said you the like best portraits in Houston. What code, dog? <laughs> I got he did portraits on me. Oh man. My what there's a reason, bro. Whenever I look, I barely start getting tattoos. What my you did my first tattoo. That was what oh, shit. Yeah, like yeah. not last September, but September of twenty 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 one, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I didn't just hop in there, just go with anybody, you know what I mean? I did my research and you know What's your research done? Shit, Emilio would tell you every tattoo artist has their own style. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Every tattoo artist has their own style. So, you know, I follow I followed a bunch of d- different people from Houston who did portraits, and you know, I, I I like this style the most, and so that's what made me. I appreciate that a lot, yeah, man. Thank sure. you, thank you, thank you. That's dope, man. How how wait, what'd you get from him? Uh, I've got a lot of stuff on him. He's done most of my work until up until recently, so. Uh, I'm not gonna take off my shirt and shit, nah. you know what I'm saying? But so like up here, right here, I got a Jesus, and on top of that is my grandpa that passed away. Rest in peace, my grandpa. 
uh, shit right here. I got my last name, you know, typical Mexican shit. Yeah. And then some more Mexican shit. I got a huge Virgen de Guadalupe right here. And how long did it take? We're not done. Yeah. With the, for the Virgen? Yeah. Shit, we're still not done. We got like... You got to take your shirt off for that one. Right? <laughs> <laughs> nah, but we're still not done with that one. That one's still a work in progress. Um, shit, after that... motherfucker that, huge. Yeah, man. That bro. shit is big. Like well, I printed it out in a full piece of paper, and I put it on them. I'm like, nah, there's no way, man. It looks it was, tiny on them, you know? <laughs> so I did it in a... Uh, what you trying to say? Hey, was it because his arm or... He's, he's big, man. Yeah. Oh, okay. his arm's big. Yeah, man. So I did a... Plus, it got to be flat, right? Yeah. Like, it can't be like... It just looks better, man. It looks uh. better large scale. You get to catch a little bit more detail. And, Especially uh, in that shit. There's a lot of detail in that piece. Yeah, so how many uh, how many hours you take on you? Like, has he put on you? On, uh, on the Virgin Mary? Shit. Yeah. We got about, I would say, at least like 13 hours on that. I would say. Because I think the first one we did like, like six hours. Next one was kind of the same. So maybe like, I would say anywhere from 12 to 15 hours on, the, on this right. one. And then... I'd be losing count, man. I just work, and I just He does so much uh, stuff, bro. Like a lot. All right, so before we like we keep going, give us a little bit of intro about you, Ralph. Shit, uh, tell the people like who you are and stuff like that. How we about connected. me? So my name's Rafael, but everybody call me Ralph. Uh, shit, nothing really spectacular about me. You know what I'm saying? I'm just really a hustler. Yeah, yeah that's right. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. uh, anything that you can Hell sell, yeah. I sell it. You know what I mean? I buy a trade. I'm an electrician. Yes, I don't really like doing this shit too much. People ask me all the time, "Do it? Can you do this for me?" And Noel could tell you he don't like doing this. <laughs> Hell no. I, I told him if he could put up a TV for me, man, and hide the wires and all that, he did it for me already. But this last time I asked him, and I tried like, to get hey, you. Man, I was waiting on you to hit me up. You ain't never giving uh, your new location. Yeah, I ended nah. up putting up myself. Damn, with the big old wire. See, but I still want you to come through. I be passing the money too. I do, but so I'm an electrician by trade, uh, journeyman. Uh, if anybody knows what that means, so but the goal get my masters, do my own thing. Sir. That's coming. But uh, on, other than that, on the side, people might a lot of people might know me from selling shoes, shoes. buying shoes. Me and him been done doing that for years. I tattoo a lot of people, man. A lot of people know him, man. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah so like, with the shoes. Yeah, buy sell yeah. shoes. A lot of people know me because of that. And then just up until recently, uh, shit started. Uh, I'm. I guess I can call myself a small. A uh, small uh, breeder. I breed uh, French bulldogs, mm-hmm. uh, Princess Frenchies on Instagram. Boom. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it, man. And man, I tell them my- how we connected though. How, like, tell tell them how we go back because I don't just have anybody on the podcast. Like, just come. Oh, up okay. Here. So me and Noel, shit, we go way back. We we had he had a group of friends. I had a group of friends when we were young. Are you going to in detail? Oh, okay, no, we're shit. <laughs> I'm just saying. I, hey, nah, I, 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 could t- I could tell the stories that you know what I'm saying. <laughs> nah, but. Uh, yeah, we just linked up when we were, I was like in ninth grade. For a long time, yeah. And he's a little bit older than me. I think he was probably like 10th, 11th grade at the time. And shit, ever since then, we stayed cool and just kept in touch. And yeah, here we are now, man. That's dope, man. Another thing, before we get started, man, we got to give a huge shout out to oh, yeah. Punta de Diamante. Is that how you say it? Punta Diamante. They brought over some goodies. We got this, um, Michelada, some Gushers. We already started. Oh, we already started eating them. How good they were! We got the. Uh, she brought over some dip. You know, you need that for the for the drinks, and then um, watermelon. She brought over a lot of candy. So check her out on Instagram, Punta Diamante. Hit her up. Check out her micheladas. Check out her candies. Her candies are like really good. They don't disappoint for real. Um, 
Yeah, you can take you can get these, man. Yes, sir. Appreciate it. Appreciate it, man. Yeah. Yeah, but thank you so much for coming out. And uh, she she pretty much just came in, dropped these off, and boom, and man, they're good to go. So, Emilio. Yes, sir. Tell us about your background. Tell us where you come from. My background. Um, so, I was raised in Spring Branch, man. Um, and um, I mean, around high schools when um, I mean, I've always drawn since I was a little kid, man. As far as I can remember. What was your favorite thing to draw? What um, you used to draw when you were little? Shit, I would actually uh, just copy a lot, man. I'd be watching TV, and uh, I'll draw Homer. I'll draw uh, Homer, Peter mm. Griffin, and uh, it was kind of hard because you know I'd be kind of watching TV and just having to wait for that same angle. And sometimes I'd have to wait a day or two, watch it again, and try to catch that same angle. Um, just hand-to-eye coordination, you know. And uh, from there, I started doing portraits. Um, when was that? Like in, in high school? Or like just drawing portraits? I was the first time, yeah. I was like around, I want to say like 12, man. Mm. And uh, my stepdad, my aunt. They'd uh they'd kind of be like, hey man, draw draw him real quick, you know. They'd kind of oh, just like, put me yeah. on the spot, and uh, I just kind of look at them and just start drawing them, you know. And uh, that's crazy. And I'll draw like a cartoony body, but I'll, I'll spend time on the face. Yeah. But uh, yeah, man. I mean, I've always been drawing. I used to go to work with my mom. Uh, she worked at Fiesta, and uh, I'd go to work with her all day. And uh, I'd sit. The one on Fifty Nine. Nah, man. In Spring Branch on Wirt and Camp. No Wirt. No Campwood. And work. Mm, okay. Yeah, man. And uh, I'd sit right there in the um, in the magazine aisle, and I'd get the lowrider magazines, man. And mm. I'll sit there and just draw, man. And uh, and just, you know, at some point, I remember, um, I'd get, you know, she'll give me like 20 bucks sometimes, and I'll, I'll buy me a pack of, uh, pack of paper and uh, some pencils, and I'll just fellow trash bags man like i'd run out of erasers and i kind of like it kind of disciplined me to not erase as much and kind of oh, okay. help me just be more consistent you know and so with more, just pencil yeah yeah just pencils and uh from there i want to say around 15 i kind of got into some graffiti and uh um, nice i remember uh like you started tagging all of houston or what Nah, man, <laughs> just the neighborhood, man. That shit wild, though. Like, that threw me off about Emilio. Like, I've known him for a little bit of time, and I never knew that he could really, like, like bomb like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then I remember one time you went tagging with one of your homies, and you posted what you did. I was like, damn, like, this shit. Oh, yeah, just talented yeah. all around, bro. Like, man, I appreciate that, man. No, yeah, uh, I think graffiti really helped me out with color. Mm. With color theory and everything. A lot of people, they get surprised when they see my color tattoos, you know? Um, yeah. It's all color theory, man, uh, when I was young. I remember um, I would get the deco markers and kind of just, you couldn't really mix or blend, so I'd do it with my finger. And I'd kind of memorize the hues, the tones, the colors from mixing these colors and uh, started helping my theory, you know? Everything's yeah. theory, man. Yeah. Everything's theory, yeah. Sound like you put a lot of, like, studying into the, man. Like, you, like, you think um, you, you, you kind of, like, mastered that? Like? Hell nah, man. Uh Mastering, nah, man. I'm always learning. Um, I think it just helped me, man, with my um, just theory, man. Just, just trying anything you try, man. I tell a lot of people just, just have fun, man, and um, 
And just try it out, just man. Try, just try, yeah. Yeah, just have some fun and mix it up. And it starts to come more natural, you know? It starts to come more natural to you after you just keep... You talked about, like, color. Um, Any, like, really dope uh, color artists in Houston that, that you can give a shout-out to? Yeah, man, a lot of... Let me see, color. I want to say for sure, Mieres. Mieres at uh, uh, blessed. At blessed, yeah. yeah. That dude's cold, man. Cold as fuck. Yeah, even yeah. the other, the uh, blessed. Uh, it's about that studio. Yeah, they even yeah, they, man. My boy, pretty boy. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, uh, I remember, um, I guest spotted at this shop, and um, the manager was like, "Oh yeah, we just uh, got rid of this 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 dude, this young dude." Um, he was, he had just gotten out of, uh, he did a little bit of time, you know, mm-hmm. and got out. And gotcha. uh, he went and he started working there and she's like, yeah, we just got rid of this dude. And uh, he was, um, he was trying to tattoo and he tried to bite a little bit more than he could chew and so-and-so. And it sounded like me, you know, mm-hmm. I'm like, man, I would charge so much, but I would, I try to do these pieces that were a challenge. And that's one thing about him is he, he definitely, uh he pushes it to the limit, man, for sure, you know, and I've yeah. uh, seen him really uh, progress really fast, man, and uh, he'd hit me up, we'd write each other, and uh, he, he's killing it, man. What's his name? Uh, Jose, uh, Pretty Boy. Okay. He's a Pretty Boy Tattoo on Instagram, boy I think. Tattoos, man. That's, yeah, he's the owner of the shop, man, and he got a, a pretty dope-ass team, man. Yeah. yeah. Pretty cool. But, uh, and that's Blessed, you said? Yeah, Blessed, uh, I think it's like Blessed HTX or just Blessed mm-hmm. Studio or something but, uh, like that. Yeah, man, there's a lot of... Cold artist, man. Honestly, I think it's just what you're looking for, man. Um, I don't think anyone's better than anybody. I think uh, a lot of the time, man, it's what what the what the people want, you yeah. know, what the people like, you know. Yeah, um, what style they going for? Yeah, 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 man. And uh, I mean, there's been times when when they see some of my work and they're like, you know, they don't want super detailed work, man. They just want clean, crispy, right, yeah. and you know. So, so besides like color, any other other artists that. Maybe they do black and white. That maybe they, they like give more shine in Houston. That like they're killing it. That you see, maybe your homeboys or like black and gray. Yeah, black and gray. Shit, everybody, man. My boy <laughs> he said everybody. My boy Cody. My boy Drew. Um, everybody, man. Danny Camilo. Um, my boy Jose. My yeah. Boy Jose too, Swavy. Um, let me see, man. Beto Pisano for sure, man. That's one of my favorites for sure. You Talk know, about. Uh, Huh? I'm sorry, sorry to cut you off, but like, how long you been tattooing? Uh, I started in 2009, man. Uh, a little bit after my birthday, so 14 years. March. Damn, yeah. 14 years. Yeah, yeah, 14 years. So, uh, man, I can't. I'm, I'm not. I'm staring at your, your. I'm staring at you, and I noticed you had Johnny Blaze. Yeah. Talk about that tattoo real quick. Johnny Blaze, that's my little boy, man. Oh, okay. Uh, that's my son. That's that's. Probably the only thing I would get on my face, you know. Yeah. I do everything I do is for my little boy, man. And uh, yeah, that's, that's did, did it like did it hurt? Like talk, so talk like give it some decent. This one right here, man. I got it. It was like four in the morning, man. And uh, were you drunk? One of them nights. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I've been wanting it. You know, I had been wanting it for the longest, man. And that was one of the only things I would ever get on my face. Yeah. Um, I do picture myself tattered from my head all the way to my toes. You said you do pictures? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm damn. I do it okay. with time, man. Yeah. But uh, on my face, I was going to leave it blank, but it's just a reminder. You know, every day I look in the mirror, and uh, I see my little boy's name, and 
I just got to get it for him, you know? Let me ask you this. When you look in the mirror, is it backwards? Yeah, it's backwards. Oh. <laughs> it's like, yeah. I always thought that, like... Shit, they ever seen people that fucking tattoo it backwards? Yeah, where, like, everybody yeah, yeah. sees it backwards? And the only yeah. time you see it right is in the fucking mirror? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I don't know if that's creative I or not. I mean, that happens all the time, man. They'll paste it on, and they're like, oh, they'll look in the mirror, yeah. and it's like, hey, man, I, th- I think it's backwards. It's like, nah, man, it's a reflection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Because, <laughs> yeah. like, when we do, when we did our, a few, you know, our sessions and stuff, like, every time we lay down the stencil, and he's like, all right, go look in the mirror, see if you like it. So, if it's a word like that, like, and you're looking in the mirror, it's going to look backwards. You know, and... You know, a lot of times in these shops, you know, I mean, depending what shop it is, right? Yeah. And they might be a little, you know, smoking a little something, drinking a little something. So, shit, most people might not, yeah, they might not catch that shit yeah. until it's too late. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. at that point, it's like, fuck it. Hey, you think that's creative, like, when people do it backwards, though? Or, like, uh, what do you think? I think, man, I think you can modify your body however you want, man. Mm. So, as long as you're happy, that's all that matters. So, so since we're talking about your tattoos, let's talk about, like, some other ones you got showing, like what they did they have any mini or like they were just like man. whatever tattoos or what? Let me see. Uh, I think they all have mini man. Is a it's a timeline to me man. It's okay. a, I really don't I don't try to be symmetrical. I don't. Yeah. Like, it has nothing to do with anything but what I've been through. Or a lot of the times, man, I, I waited for a very long time to get tattoos. I said I, when I grow up, I'm gonna go to um, California, man, and get some work from certain people that I, you know, I would want to get work by. Like who? Man, like Fernie, like uh, fucking uh, Carlos Torres, uh, fucking a lot of people, man. Who are those dudes? Uh, they were talking about the tattoo convention, bro? Uh, the Ink Slingers? Who's, who's part the of the Ink Slingers? Slingers uh, I heard like that's like real big over yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think Alan. No, not Alan. Um, I can't think of their names right now, man. But there's a whole a whole team, man. Everybody there, Brian and uh, well, just everybody there, man. Uh, yeah, they're definitely fucking beasts, man. They're they're uh, they definitely inspire a lot of us in Houston, man. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I seen uh, a lot of people go for that Cali style, that uh, that hard hitter, they call gotcha. them hard hitters, you know, black and gray. All right. So you spoke about like you were drawing. Mm-hmm. When did you start picking up the needle? Actually, like, getting so down. So, the first time I tried, man, I was 12 years old, and my uh, my friend was 11, man, and uh, I remember... Hold on, you were, uh, you were 12? Yeah, this, yeah, that was the first time. Um, I made a machine myself, man. I got a little motor. Uh, Is that easy? Like, to make it yourself? I mean... Because you're 12 years old, you're yeah, making a machine. They can do machine. it in prison, shit, I'm sure <laughs> So, I got a little motor, man, and I bent a toothbrush, I melted it. Put the little motor on top. Did you do it? Ah, uh, hell, I don't even think. I think it was it was some website, man. I don't remember the name of the website. You ain't gotta say the website. It's all good. Uh, I I, uh, I made a smoke bomb from that website. Uh, Damn. Uh, yeah, and then right, I saw a tattoo exposed. machine, man. You give it too much information, <laughs> don't you? <laughs> well, yeah, man. I uh, I ended up uh, making this tattoo machine, and um, my boy was eleven, man. Um, he wanted a, I think it was a J, and uh, so this little motor, I plugged it into the wall, and it just, bzzz, and it shot the needle up in the ceiling. Damn. And, uh. That's probably how they make those toys now. <laughs> right? The little motor, <laughs> plum, toys. So I rigged it up, put it on a battery, and it, it was a lot slower, and I was able to do that little, uh, a little J on them. But ever since then, I mean. How big I, was it? It was probably like that. Man. Oh, damn. Yeah. All right. 
But uh, from 11 there, years old. Yeah, yeah, tatted. yeah man. Blasting but, uh, people already. <laughs> <laughs> but then again, I didn't pick it up again till I was uh, 18, man. I went to go get tattooed. And uh, I knew from that point, man, that I wanted to get, to, you know, be a tattoo artist. What'd you get when you were 18? Uh, I got a koi fish, man. So a lot of people, man, they, they you got to get creative and. It's just hard to think about what you want to get, and uh, a lot of people, man, they, they, they get their zodiac sign or, or animal, you know? So, I'm a Pisces, and I got a koi fish, man. Mm. <laughs> it wasn't that creative. You remember? <laughs> you remember who did it? Yeah, man, Tony. Tony. Tony, my boy Tony, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Shout out to Tony, man, first tattoo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, from there, man, I remember um, I got my first tattoo, and... Um, I started saving up for a tattoo machine, and um, I remember um, I finally got my hands on it, man. And uh, when I was 15, I went to a few shops to try to ask, how do you get the ball rolling? What do you got to do, you know? Yeah. And uh, they kind of just kicked me out, man. And, really? Uh, yeah. They didn't, they, didn't, they didn't do, like, apprenticeship or anything? Well, they didn't want to give no information away or out. And uh, like that's what I was trying to figure out, man. I'm like, how can I become a tattoo artist? This is what I want to do. Oh. And I was 15. I went to like four or five different shops. And uh, one of them was like, man, you know, um, if you ain't 18, you need to get out of here, man. Yeah, just like that, you know. Uh, another one. What, what, what shop was that? Oh, man. <laughs> Uh, He's like, but yeah, the, the, but like, yeah, man, nah, I can't say. Nah, you good? You good? Go ahead. I got to work with him later on, though. Oh, it's damn, crazy, yeah. nice. Yeah. That's why he can't later say. in the future, man. <laughs> and then I went to this other shop, and uh, you know, a little bit of time passed, and then um, I remember that uh, when a little bit of time passed, and uh, I was in class, man, and my boy Chisco, he uh, he had gone to uh, what was it called? I think A school. Or when you get in trouble and oh okay yeah yeah he came back man he was tatted up and uh, he was in class he had his head down and I seen like a Aztec chick right here and I was like what Aztec warrior yeah, you're like 17 man like you got some clean work on you you know and uh, so I asked him I'm like hey Chisco and he's like what's up I'm like let me see that piece and he showed me man it was an Aztec like an Aztec princess or something. And uh, he took me, man. He took me uh, to who uh, was doing it, and I wanted to do it right, so I waited till I was eighteen. Mm. And uh, still, man, I was like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> nah. But uh, I got that done, and um, I was very interested. And 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 he ended up uh, finally, man. I got a little bit of information. Uh, he told me about an apprenticeship. He told me where he gets the machines. I would ask everybody, how do you get the ball rolling? You know, yeah. what do you got to do? Like, you know, and uh, uh, he's like, man, we go to Trader's Village. I'm like, what's Trader's Village? Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. and uh, it was the flea market, man. And uh, he sold me my first machine. Um, and I remember the very the very following Saturday, I pulled up to uh, – I pulled up to Trader's Village, man, and I remember mm-hmm. it was raining. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm right there, man, and uh, and Chris, man, everybody knows Chris. Uh, shout out to Chris, man. But, one on TV? Uh, huh? One on TV? Or? Nah, Chris Drake. Everybody hates Chris. Drake. No, everybody hates Chris. Nah, <laughs> man, but uh, yeah, man, I went and uh, he sold some supplies to me, and he actually broke it down and said, "You're gonna want to build a portfolio." Mm do tattoos and and uh, 
do take pictures of um, when you do just the outline, then you know do some shading and uh, take a picture of those, and then have them heal. Come back in two weeks, and boom. And I, I was like, man, two weeks? Like, damn, that's a long ass time. Like, I don't know. Yeah, you know? it start working. Like, yeah, man. And uh, I did that, and uh, in seven months, man. Um, in seven months, uh, I got a little portfolio together, and I got to go to my first shop. Like a little album or? Uh, yeah, a little, uh, little portfolio, a little album. Yeah. Yeah. And what shop? Like 13, 13 tattoos in there or so. What shop was that? Um, Space City. Oh, okay. Space City. They call it Tattoo Boot Camp. <laughs> Where was everybody Everybody goes through there? Yeah, it, was, it was a little hood, man. It was I heard right that. There on Long Point and Gesner. They got three of them. They had three of them. That's Spring Branch area, uh, right? Spring Branch area, okay. man. And uh, I went to a few spots, man, and... Uh, I just wasn't feeling it, you know. They said yes. I was like, oh, shit, you know. like, And uh, I was like, nah. And as soon as I got there, man, uh, it felt it felt right, you know. Mm. Like, it's, it's where I'm from. Uh, it felt like home, you know. Why they call it and Tattoo Boot Camp? Because, man, that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you just, we did $20 names, $20 tattoos. And, uh, they still they, do that? They'd come in, man. Uh, nah. Oh. I think shop minimum everywhere is like 100 bucks. Oh, damn. So, yeah, man, that, that kind of got me on my shit, man. Uh, I would do just quick names. You know, got a marker. My boy Beto, man, he, uh, or Beto, my bad. Uh, Vitalio Dominguez, R.I.P., man, he passed away. But uh, he did this on me and did this. And uh, he was the one that actually set the foundation for me, man. Like, as far as my script and my black and gray. Yeah, and he made it a little tough in the beginning, man. In the beginning, he kind of was just like, you know, like, man, I ain't gonna tell, like, like, who the fuck is him, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And with a little bit of time, man, like, you know, he opened up, and man, I was like my best friend for a good little minute, man. And uh, he put me on, you know, and uh, yeah, man, just so you, so, so you were tattooing at Space City, like. What was the vibes there? How was it like on a Saturday night or like a Friday night? Like All right, how, so talk about the vibes. Uh, you see a lot of crazy shit, man. You know, a lot of crazy stuff. Um, and um, hold on, you said you said you see a lot of crazy. What did yeah, that yeah, yeah. like uh, just man, I, I was eighteen years old, and uh, man, I ain't used to like you know, just. I'm so young, man, and chilling with with grown folks and seeing them like kind of just more open. Like, yeah. when you're that age, man, they still kind of like grown ups are like parents to you, you know, and yeah. they kind of just. And I got to see a side where it's like, man, they're just like grown kids, just just like us, you know, yeah. like smoking and drinking and doing all that, you know. But uh, I remember, let's say, um, there was this lady, man. She had a big old coat, and she's like. I'm so and so, and I'm a judge. Blah 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 blah. And under under code, blah 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 blah. You can't. Uh, it's against the law for this, this, and that. And then she's like, "But today is Saturday. And I'm gonna get fucked up." And she <laughs> goes like this, and she was working on the whole back piece, man. Oh, and, uh, damn. Yeah, and she was like some badass judge, man. That's crazy. Um, you see, kind of, you know, just some people, you know, on drugs like she did that, like she was like all naked or no, no, no. Oh, she just had a bunch of beers, man. She oh, damn. Oh. yeah, I'm really thinking she had like a robe on. Oh shit, my bad. I forgot to say she had a bunch of beers. <laughs> oh damn. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm getting fucked up, and she had all these beers, man. Yeah. So yeah, she was drinking and getting tatted up. But uh, from there, I mean, what else? Uh, the vibe. So 
we'd open at 12 and uh we'd have to be there all day man and around i want to say like 10 or 11 people would get out the bars and everybody would pull up man really so i'm ready to go home you know so you're 18 and, uh-huh. you're 18 years old and you're tattooing till what time uh man seven in the morning damn <laughs> $20 names, boom, 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 yeah, knocking them up. Not just $20 names. Oh, Around that okay, time, okay. man, they'd be getting all sorts of stuff, man. And uh, uh, Yeah. I had transitioned from, uh, like, plastic tubes and, uh, and like, knockoff machines, and I got a good machine, and I got some metal tubes, and it was completely different, man. It's like skating, you know, like, for the <laughs> first time. Yeah. It felt slippery. It felt different, you know what I'm saying? And so I was, I was, I was fucking some people up, man. <laughs> uh, I remember this one dude. He got an eagle, and uh, I did it in color, man. And uh, I was doing nothing but I knew what to kind of, you know, say no to. Mm. And uh, my boy Bino was like, "Nah, you could do it, man. Like, do it. Like, I, I got these pieces right here. I got all these people. I know you could do it." And I'm like, "I don't know, man." And he's like, "Nah, man, do it." So and so and so. So he, he convinced me. So were you and, uh, you weren't that confident to do the eagle, or hell no, I, I kind of stick to black and gray and like little pieces, and this was kind of big, man, and there was a lot of details in an American eagle, oh, a bald eagle with yeah. an American flag, yeah, on yeah, it, yeah, and it was kind of morphing together, and I knew how to do it if I could paint it or draw it or color it, whatever. I knew I knew what I needed to do to mm-hmm. make it happen, you know. But tattooing is just is a different is. It's just different, man. It's a different theory. It's a different Science way. Science and shit, you know. Just, yeah. Really. And I was, I'd always think about like, I get too technical with it, man. Hey, wait, you think about like the skin, like how, like enlightening, and like maybe, you know, like we're kind of cream, right? Yeah. It's like kind of whiter, uh-huh. and then you get like more darker skin. You know what I mean? What do you mean? You ever like get into like thinking about like how would it affect? Tattooing. Yeah, man, all that, all that matters. Oh, damn. Yeah, man, when they're darker, when they're um, light skin, when they're light skin, you could get a lot more colors, a lot more vibrant colors. Yeah. Even with black and gray, man, like it's just different. When it starts getting darker, you kind of gotta uh, consider more, that. Right? Yeah, like, less is more, man. Uh, and that's what helped me too, man. Like um, in Spring Bash, man, I'm like, man, like you know, it was a lot of. Uh, it was a lot of, you know, we're all Mexican, man, and, like, there's a lot of dark Mexicans, a lot of black people, and I didn't really fucking tattoo, white, like, lighter skin, you know? So yeah. I would get down, man, and kind of just, I got to learn how to play with contrast, man, and now, like, they're like, hey, man, how, like, so, you know, I'll have some friends, man, they're like, man, I didn't even know I could get a portrait, you know? And uh, so, yeah, I'll tattoo darker skin and nice. do some shit that they they... Just like, damn, I didn't even know I could get this type of shit, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how'd you do the eagle? How'd it come out? So the eagle, man, uh, I did it all on the side, and, and everybody was like, damn, like, that's, what? And he's like, I told you, man, I told you you could fucking do it, so and so and so. And he comes back, like, about two weeks later, man, and this dude's leg looked like a, it was all fucked up, man. Damn. Uh, it looked like, I, I tell everybody, it looked like Freddy Krueger's face, man. Like, For real? Yeah, there was craters and so and so, like. With, like from just, like just like blowouts or some shit like like put too man much it just looked crazy man it looked like scars it looked like keloid it looked like just damn. fucking ground beef you know so <laughs> damn so what did you what did you mess up <laughs> no well so they ended up talking to him man and I felt all bummed out 
I was gonna quit, man. Oh, so he came back. To yeah, get, he like, came back. Yeah, and that's a, how we saw it. Like a refund or something? No, no. He's like, hey, man, like this happened. So and so, he was mad, you know. And, oh, damn. And so like they're asking him questions and this and that, and uh, he ends up saying he got in a jacuzzi. Oh, he got in the jacuzzi. Saturated that shit, uh, yeah. And just you don't get in water, man. Especially yeah. with bleach and chlorine and it being hot, you know. Yeah. And so I mean that helped me out, but it was traumatizing, man. And I was gonna quit. I was. I told Beto, you can have all my shit, man. Like fuck that. I don't. You know, I'm going back to school, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so when you got done, you took a picture of it. Nah, it was clean. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I took a picture. Yeah, of but it, it was clean though, right? Like. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And I could tell, man. Like. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't really like I did overwork it some, but it shouldn't have been looking like that. Oh damn! Yeah, that was definitely from him getting in that water. And when you talk about overwork, what do you mean? Like you're you're like you're too much. When I talk about or, what? When you oh overwork, man. Just what so does there's that mean? A certain amount of times that you could try, you could penetrate the skin. You know? Okay. Uh, you got to kind of memorize that, and I think that's kind of uh what a lot of people gotta remember. You know, when you start tattooing. Uh, you memorize that, you know, how many, how many times have you been going over it? Uh, I always say this, man, like learn how to put black in, you know, correctly. And you're going to see, like, if you overwork it, you're going to see those spots come out, whatever, whatever, whatever. So you kind of memorize that. And, uh, that's that limit. It takes, I think that's the hardest part is, is learning that. Once you learn that, you get to know how much you can do with your mediums and your softs and all that, you know? And, uh. You know the limit, man. There's a point, you know, right now what I want to do is tell a lot of people that I do tattoo, because everybody wants it now. Like, you know, uh, they want to get tattooed and they want it all done in one session. I'm like, if you can come back and do two sessions, man, like, you get to traumatize that skin that many times all oh, over okay. again. And so you get to layer and you get to really, like, a sculpture. You get to perfect yeah. it, you know? All right. Yeah. So after Space City... Mm-hmm. What ha- what'd you do after Space City? So after Space City, I ended up going to Bayou City. No, Insomnia. I went to Insomnia. There we go. It was a little place, man, on 529. And um, this lady was trying to open up a place. And um, I went there, man. I ended up going back home for a little while. Some crazy stuff had happened. And I was like, nah, I'm going to go. I need to go. Um, I need to go home, you know? Yeah. And so I went home for a little bit. I tattooed out the house for a little bit. Well, you said some crazy stuff that happened, like, in your personal life? or Yeah, in my personal life, man. Uh, so my stepdad, man, was gonna was talking about some crazy stuff. And um, I'm like, nah, man, that shit ain't gonna happen, you know? And so I know with me there, man, like, it'd be a little safer, you know? So I went back home. Uh, my, mom, uh, my mom ended up divorcing a man, and they had to get him out the house. Uh, he didn't know about it, and um, after everything got settled, I was able to go back to uh, back to work, man, and um, I went to this place called Insomnia, and I was there, I got to work there about a year, man, I got to work there about a year, and um, <clears throat> um, I remember my friend came to get tattooed by me, uh, his name is Ernest, uh, shout out to Ernest, ISO, ISO Sexy, uh, <laughs> So, yeah, man, uh, he hit me up. He got tatted. He got a Jesus right here behind his leg and a Virgin Mary. Oh, no, a demon. My bad. And uh, Damn. his, uh, and those were like free, like I drew them, you know? I drew them. He got them tatted. And I remember, you know, he, he went back to work and they. Free, you freehanded it? 
Uh, yeah, I kind of just drew them first. Oh, okay. I drew them and then I tattooed them. But uh, I drew them on paper. And then from there, I stenciled them out. They were some of my personal drawings. But uh, everybody liked it at the shop, man. And um, I remember his boss hit me up. And uh, I didn't, I wouldn't answer the phone, man. And he's like, he would call. And I'm like, oh, shit. And he's like, hey, man, my boss wants to talk to you, man. Like, like he said, he's been hitting you up. Like, can you know, just answer him. What's going on? I'm like, all right, man. So he calls me again. I didn't pick up. And uh, and then some time passes, about a week passes, and he's like, hey, man, like, like, why ain't you answering the phone, man? Like, pick up. He wants to talk to you. And mm-hmm. I'm like, nah, man, I'm just good. I already know what he's going to talk about. Mm-hmm. And um, he's like, man, just answer the phone, man. And he's like, he's like, he's actually right here next to me. He's like, uh, <laughs> yeah, he's like, he's actually right here next to me. He's like, I'm going to hang up. He's going to call you. And I'm like, all right, man, cool. And uh, he calls me. I didn't pick up, man. Damn, he was right next to him, though. <laughs> and uh, he's like, what's going on, man? He calls me right. He's like, you scared or what? Like, what you scared of, man? I'm like, nah. It's like, I just knew that he was going to offer me a spot there, you know? Oh. And the thing is that when I was looking for a shop, man, like, he uh, he was one of the shops I went to. And, like, I remember uh, I went and I tried to ask questions. How do you get started? What do you do? How do you get the ball rolling? And he was, like, straight up, man, he was like, look, man, um, He's like, first of all, man, like, you, um, he's like, first of all, you gotta, he's like, you're gonna f- miss out on all the parties, you're gonna miss out on all the uh, all the friends and everything and this and that, and I was like, man, honestly, I ain't even got friends, man, I ain't even, like, you know what I'm saying, I'm like, I don't even party, like, I don't do none of that shit, I want a tattoo, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and uh, he's like, what's well, not just that, he's like, um, he's like, man, like, like, you know, you get something that's called an apprenticeship, and you need a lot of money. I'm like, well, I'm going to start working at Fiesta right across the street. I'll give you my paychecks. He's like, nah. He's like, you're not going to have a job. And I was like, oh, shit. And he's like, he's like, uh, he's like you're going to be here. You know, you're going you're gonna to be doing all the bitch work. I was like, oh, shit, what the fuck? He's like, like you're going to be, yeah, man. He's, he's, man, that's my boy, man. But, yeah, at first, this is how it was going down, man. And he's like, he's like you're going to be mopping. You're going to be cleaning, so-and-so. And, like, you're going to be doing that for a whole year before we, we – um, before you get any tips or any, like, Damn. we'll give you any type of information. And that's how it works. That's how uh, an authentic, like, apprenticeship works, man. Back in the day, that's how it's mm. always been. And uh, I was down, man, but I was like, fuck, I got to, like, make some money, you know. And uh, But, yeah, he's telling me this, telling me that. And I remember I took a black book because I was doing graffiti, and he saw my pictures on my, on my drawings and everything. And he was like, you did this? And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the thing is that, like, in class, I had drawn a little bean, man, and this bean had a a football helmet. This, this dude's name was, his last name was Bean. And he's like, hey, man, can you draw me something? Because he'd see me, like, painting canvases and all yeah, sorts yeah. of shit, right? And so I drew a bean with the, holding a football and a, and a helmet, you know? And uh, the next day he got it tatted. And I was like, holy shit, like, that's fucking sick, man. Yeah. And it, it just, it re, like, it re-sparked that in me to want to be able to, yeah. like, I don't want a tattoo, man, that's fucking crazy. So... And they're going to Bayou City, and then that was happening, and uh, and so yeah, he's like going through the pictures, and he's like he closes it. He's like, hey, man, you're gonna grab, your, you need to grab your machine and get the fuck out. And I was like, what the fuck? I was like, okay, man, I was scared. He's, he's big dude, big. So what was his name? So, uh, his name's Randy, man. Okay. His name's Randy. So time passed. I got to work with him again, and and that's why I wasn't answering that phone yeah, because yeah. that's him. 
Yeah. And I was like, nah, fuck that, man. That's not cool. Like, you know, so yeah, and so. Yeah, bad vibes already. For yeah, me. man. And yeah. I didn't forget, man. And years passed already. You know, I was 15. And then at that time, I was not, uh, 20, 21. Yeah. And so uh, I started working there, man. He talked to me, talked to me, talked to me about a schedule and so and so. And I started working there. And I remember he would always like my work, man. And, I, I, you know, he's like, hey, man, like, you know, like he'd look at it and he'd be impressed. And I remember I was doing this one, uh, I did one of my first portraits. And um, I remember him telling me, he's like, hey, man, like, I can't, I, I can't even imagine where you're going to be at in five years, man. He's like, he's like, oh, 10 years. He's like, he's like, I can't imagine um, where you're going to be at in 10 years. He's like, not even, man, five years. He's like. I couldn't do this shit to like save my life, man. And I'm like, oh shit, you know that man a lot, yeah. you know. And and he's like, what? How'd you learn? Like, where'd you do? Where, who like? Who did you apprentice under? And I was like, man, like I tried to get an apprenticeship, but I couldn't get one. And he's like, oh yeah, he's like, he's like, where'd you go? I'm like, I went to a few <laughs> shots, man. I went to this one. I went to that one. And I actually, you know, I actually came here. And he's like, you came here. And I was like, hey, man. And he's like, he's like. Who'd you talk to? I'm like, man, <laughs> I talked to you, man. And he's like, what'd I say? I'm like, well, we were talking and you were telling me what's up. And then you just like, I don't know, you closed the book and you told me to grab my shit and get the fuck out. <laughs> and he's like, what? He's like, man, I don't remember, man. And Damn. he apologized and like so-and-so. And, uh, did you ask him why well, we he did were, that? Huh? Did you ask him like... So he said, man, he was going through some stuff and some stress. And oh, the thing man. is, I, I, man, like... I remember, you know, he was going through through some stuff, and um, and from there, man, like, you meet him now, man. He's 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 fucking a good dude, man. That's my brother, man. He's dope, man. But uh, yeah, man, we all go through these, you know, through life, man. And yeah. um, and so I wasn't mad at him. He ended up becoming one of my very good friends, man. And I respect him. I love him. He's he's dope, man. He's a badass person, real good person, and fucking has a shop and gives people opportunities and. He's way different from back in the <laughs> day, man. Yeah. But that's how, it's, that's how it used to be, man. Apprenticeships, like, it was very hard, man. It was like a, what is it called, a, a fraternity where yeah. they tell you you got to do all Well, I think, you know, the way I see it is that they just try to make sure that this is what you really want to do. Yeah. You know? Is it in you? Is it, you know? Yeah. And, and that's how it is, man. Like, I heard so many crazy stories and... Uh, now you could just go to YouTube. You ain't got to get an apprenticeship, you know? And back yeah. in my day, man, like, I would go on YouTube and how to tattoo, only, like, three videos would come out. And they they weren't even speaking. They were just, like, tattooing. There was two of them, and they were doing roses. And then one of them was this old dude, and it was a tiger. And he's just like, right here, we're going to blah, blah, blah. Like, it's just old school as fuck, you know? Yeah, yeah. I didn't really learn much, man. And now you got, like, Quality. thousands and thousands and thousands of videos, man, so... If you want it, man, like nothing's gonna stop you from getting it, you know. Exactly. So you're so you're like the second person because mm -hmm. uh, the the other dude, I think Cody Gibbs was like yeah, he did the same thing. He went to like a shop, mm -hmm. they turned him down or whatever, and then he started like doing his own thing, started like tattooing. Mm -hmm. Um, but so let me ask you, whenever you went to the the shop, mm -hmm. how'd you feel like when you were tattooing? Man. Really? I felt like I made it, you know what I'm saying? I was happy, <laughs> man. So when I got that first machine, man, uh, so I used to work at Wessel's Pretzels, man. That was my last job. And I remember, I, you know, at the end of the night, man, I'd be washing the pots, washing the dishes, and I'd put on certain music, man, specific mm -hmm. songs, and fucking just start washing, man. It would take like an hour, hour and a half, and I just, I'd imagine it, you know, and I'd picture myself. I'd be like, one day, man, you're going to be... 
gonna be one of the best. One day you're gonna, you know, be known in Houston. One day you're gonna have so much work you can't even keep up with it, you know. And and like that shit fucking happened, you know. And I was manifesting before I even exactly. knew about manifesting, exactly. you know. Yeah. And uh, I would think, man, I remember saying like. People that I knew walked by, and I had a fucking Wessels Pretzels little apron and a hat, and uh, and they'd see me, and they'd be like, oh, shit, like, they, they'd be with their friends or something, you know, and they kind of like, and some of them didn't give a fuck, you know, they'd be like, hey, what's up, man, blah, 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 but some of them would be like, like, act like they didn't see me, and we made fucking eye contact, yeah. you know what I'm saying? But <laughs> I get it, I get from it, me, dude. <laughs> I get it, man, you know, we were young, man, so it's like, I would think, like, man, like, my mom didn't make a lot of money, man, and so, like, everything I've I've had, you know, I've always had to get myself, you know, yeah. at 16, you know, I was working, man, I, I've always got my own cars, I've always done all that, you know, and uh, I remember thinking, man, like, it's pretty fucked up, man, like, you know, like, I know, you know, you get, you know, th- thank God, you know, you, you get help from your family, you know, you yeah. get help, like, the shit, you know, you get to drive, the clothes you wear, all that, and it's cool, you know what I'm saying, I wasn't mad, like, fuck it, man, like, I was like one day, man, and so that's tight, man. My my boy Alex at, at Puerto's Pretzels, man. We, you know, he used to help me out, and I used to save that money, man. And I uh, started going to the Trader's Village and and saving like up. I started needles, like trying to, you know, save up to buy these needles and buy the tubes and buy machines and all that good stuff. And um, from there, yeah, man, started tattooing. <clears throat> so uh, that's at Bayou City. Uh, that what? Uh, the one, the so Bayou City was after Space City, yeah. Randy, Randy was Bayou City. He's okay. uh, he owns Bayou City. Any any uh any other tattoo shops after that? So I, man, after Bayou City, I ended up going to uh, where I go, man? You were at uh, Artificial for a little while, right? Yeah. Or is that like later oh, on I went down to the road? Powerhouse. Oh. I know getting married, man. I was trying to help my wife out, you know, get her ex-wife, get some um, you know, get some papers, man, and uh. And, like, fucking, I ended up having to get a job because at 16, I, you know, I was working at 16. By the time I was 18, uh, I didn't have enough proof, you know. Like, I didn't have, like, my tax returns weren't shit. And, like, yeah. we needed to get, like, like uh, our name under the phone. I mean, our our, our names, like, yeah. together on shit yeah. and so-and-so and a bunch of shit. And I had, yep. to, I had to quit tattooing, man. So I quit tattooing for a whole Just year. To do that? Yeah. And I had to get, a, like, a real job, man. And it was an Indian mail. And uh, we used to work with planks, man. And every day at four in the morning, man, I'd get these planks. You know, they'd come in a whole big old, like, stack. And then, you know, they'd kind of just would turn the machine on and it'd drop that first layer. And then we'd inspect them and we'd kind of, mm-hmm. like, have to cut it. Like, you know how the branches grow off of the wood? Yeah. Like, they'll have, they'll leave them, them brown circles and we had to, like, inspect them. Is it good enough to keep it whole? We'll put it in this stack cut it in four four feet six feet whatever whatever and uh yeah man i had to go in at four in the morning or wake up at four in the morning the machine started at five and you had to be there and uh we'd do overtime and get out at six and then i'd try to go to powerhouse and i'd be at powerhouse man but at powerhouse man uh, i'd be falling asleep you know and uh i really wanted to work with this dude man like he's a fucking badass man like he's a traditional artist he has a lot of like uh his name's uh Jason Beavers is uh, Johnny Beavers' father, man. Uh, Nate Beavers' uh, brother. And Nate Beavers was worldwide, man. Nate Beavers was doing it really big before a lot of artists, man. Yeah. Another badass color artist, man. But he was going worldwide, man, traveling everywhere, man, doing what, what the, you know, the dream, you know, living yeah. the dream. And uh, he taught me how to ma- build machines, man. Like, like 
it's a lot of geometry behind it, you know? Everything has to be aligned. It's not like now, nowadays you got rotaries and they got motors and you don't even got to lube them or nothing. You just put the fucking cartridge on and we're ready yeah. to go. And back then it was like a car, man. Like everything has to be just right for it to be running right. If you put that needle in and you press it against the armature bar, if you put too much tension, that changes the the tension on the on the spring and your machine can no longer, like it's probably off tune now, you know? Yeah. And um, so he taught me how to how to build machines. He taught me about traditional. Like he taught me the history, man. And uh, damn, that's nice. Yeah, like he has a lot of uh, artifacts, man. And, yeah. and uh, just recently, he posted some things, man. That uh, like some some artifacts that he was selling. And I tell people, man, like y'all need to jump on that, man, because anything that you do has math, science, history behind it. So if you love it, focus on those. Like do those like. Figure the history out, yeah. man. Look at the geo- look at the math. Look at the science behind it. Exactly. You know? Let me ask you this: So, when you went to the new shop, mm-hmm. you felt like do you feel like any um any anybody there like looked down on you because you're new and then you have to like really show yourself like through man. your work to like. So the first time, like you pretty I, much have to show people like you get down because yeah, they're man. like so looking at you and stuff, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I remember, man, like. I ain't gonna lie, man. I I, I, don't, I mean, fuck. How do I say it? Like, cause you know, I was Mexican, man, and that was always something that I was kind of like, fuck. You know, like people already kind of just, you know. Yeah. And uh, I went, and I remember, I remember these two dudes, man, and they uh, they're like, oh, I wonder if he speaks English. You know what I'm saying? And I'm oh, like, man, it's pretty damn, fucked like up. That. And I showed up, man, with the shoebox, right? And uh, all your stuff in it, yeah. Man, <laughs> oh, damn, I had a $20 machine and fucking just you know, like yeah. whatever I could get, you know what yeah. I'm saying. And I was making it work, man. And yeah, and like I had the neighborhood popping, you know what I'm saying. But uh, <laughs> uh I went to this professional shop, man, and I remember that happened. And uh, uh you know, my, you know, the owner was like, hey, man, like we don't do that ghetto shit here, you know, like you gotta get a toolbox. And I'm like, all right, cool, man, like I can't afford that shit right now, though, you know, but uh. He ended up helping me get a toolbox, and from there, man, I remember I did the first tattoo. It was a rose, and they were like, "Oh shit!" Like, "Oh shit!" You know, yeah. and uh, and I, I kind of gained their respect like that. And you know, like it was crazy, man. I remember, oh, I speak a little English, like just fucking around, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But uh, from there, man, they became really good friends, and it's it's cool, man. That's just that's just how that shit goes, man. Is you know, so you pretty much like you had to show. That you could get down before, like, you get respect. I think that's everywhere, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's everywhere. I remember uh, I got to work with Cody, man, at uh, Big City, man. Big City, R.I.P. Renee Garcia. Yeah, damn. Man, um, that's the OG right there, man. He uh, he uh, set a foundation, man, for uh, us Hispanics, us Mexicans, you know what I'm saying? And uh, he was one of the first to... Do it like that, man. He'd get down. He tattooed Slim Thug. He tattooed uh, a lot of fucking rappers, a lot of badass people, man. Um, um, but, uh, yeah, right there on my first day, man, I remember I was going through some shit. And uh, on my first day there, man, um, I remember that uh, I was at Bayou City. And I, I, uh, I was going through some shit with my ex-wife. And I felt like there was these boundaries, man. Do so much, but I knew what I could do. But it's like kind of like you're trying to balance everything. Yeah. And uh I would kind of want to like 
I knew what I could do, man, but it's like I'm trying to make her happy and do this and do that and so and so. And so when shit started going down south, I remember I was like, man, fuck this, man. Like, I know I could do something, you know, and I, I, I packed all my shit and I put it in the truck. I went home. I went home. I went to the shop. It was like around 11 and um, I pulled up and he uh, Randy Lee was still there and Ernest was there. <clears throat> Excuse me. And um, and I remember uh, when I got there, uh, I started putting all my shit in the truck, man. And, you know, I was crying and shit, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. uh, Wait, so I remember... Uh, you're trying to... Ta- well, I'm, I'm I was going to try to leave, man. I was going to try to go to Austin. Oh, you're trying to leave this... Tr- okay. leave just to fucking show what I could do. Yeah. You know? And so as I'm packing my shit, Randy's like, hey, man, come talk to me, man. And I'm like, nah, man. Is like, they already knew I was what was going down. And I'm like, nah, man, I'm, I just got to go. And he's like, come talk to me, man. Like, come to my office real quick. And I was like, all right, man. And I went, I talked to him. And he goes, what's going on, man? And I, you know, I told him. And uh, he was like, man, like, I was telling him the problems I was going through, this, this, and that. And he's like, look, man, like, you ain't got to leave fucking here. Like, we need you here, you know? And he's like, he's like, uh, he's like, let me talk to somebody. You know? And I was like, nah, man. Like I gotta go, man. I gotta do this. Like if I take off right now, I'll I'll get I'll get to Austin, you know, and I'll, uh, I'll 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 start early in the morning, start hitting up some shops and seeing if I could get a spot there, you know. I'll fucking go to sleep in my truck or whatever. I don't give a yeah. fuck, you know. I'll go to Walmart, the parking lot, whatever. But um, I remember he's like, Nah, man, don't do that. He's like, Let me make some phone calls, man. He's like, He's like, look, man, just what's one night, you know, just stay here, go to a hotel, stay there for the night, come back in the morning. If it doesn't work out, you could go ahead and, and, and you know, do your thing, man. And, uh, and right now it's nighttime. You get a flat, whatever, whatever. I'm like, you know what? He's right, man. Fuck it. Let's, you know. I went. I found a hotel. I stayed there for the night. And uh, the next morning I go, and he's like, hey, man, I talked to somebody, man. And uh, and someone, you know, I, I wrote to him. I told him, you know, there's this young dude and uh I told him your situation, and I showed him some of the photos of your work. He's like, go talk to him. His name's Renee. And I was like, oh, shit. Now, Renee, so back in the... So, hold on. Why did you want to leave Bayou City, though? Because I wanted, like, a new start, and I knew what I could do, man. I knew that, like, but there was boundaries, man, and the boundaries was, like, my ex-wife, man, like, wanted me home at a certain time or this oh, or that, and it was either okay, I give okay. her time and no money or money or no time, you know, and I'm like, man, I know I could do, if I could just focus and tattoo and fucking, like, yeah. I know I could work for a week and take two weeks off and, like, push my limits and, 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 and be able, like, I knew I could create so what was your certain s- art, but so it, it's a learning process, you know? And Yeah, so if you, if she wanted you home at, like, a certain time, like, what was your time like when you were tattooing? Man, so I think that that's kind of what ruined uh, the marriage, man, was like I'd be spending the night, you know, I'd, I'd, like oh. some of these artists, man, they, 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 uh, we'd go, I'll go to work and I'd be there tattooing and um, they'd go home, you know, go eat some dinner, whatever, go watch some TV, lay down or shower, do their thing, whatever, whatever, wake up, kind of work. I'm still there working on the same person. Oh damn, yeah, man! And it's been like that, man. A lot of people that you know I worked with, and they'll they'll let you, they'll tell you, you know, like this motherfucker just lives at the shop. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And now I get to take the liberty, but to you know do my own schedule, all that stuff. Right. But 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 back in the day, man, like you had to be there at a certain time too. You know, like 
even if you got out late, they open at this time and you have to be there, you know? Yeah. Because if any clients walk in, or it's a business, you know? Yeah, it's a business, yeah. But yeah, man. Uh, so you try to leave, you try to leave Vice City to go to over there? To go there. to Austin, man. I remember. Um, so let me ask you this, like, how did that affect you, like, tattooing? Like, when you're going through. Push me, man. All these times that I've ever gone through some bad shit, like, uh, it fucking pushes me, man. It's fuel, man. It's fuel to the fire and. It pushes me to that next limit, you know, and I don't know, man. I you just you get more creative, like with it, or what? I get to convert negative energy to positive energy, man. You know, like you go through this shit, and then like you just like fucking just like nah, man. Like, like I know what I could do, and you fucking yeah. just go at it, and you fucking just I don't know, man. It fuels it fuels me. I don't know. Like every time that I've gone through some shit, man. Like it just like, I'll be stagnant for a little bit and that shit fucking just boom so man. you say like you perform better when your back's against the wall you know what I'm saying yeah man basically but yeah. you work better under pressure basically. yeah nah like these paintings and all that shit they put a limit and I'll wait to the last to the last second yeah. and I'll knock it out in a day or two Damn. and like yeah man uh, a lot of things like that man but uh yeah so a couple of things uh-huh. I, like I, I need to ask like so you say you're a single dad talk about that a little bit you know like a, about what? Like you said, you're a single dad now. Uh-huh. Like, how does that affect? Does that have well, any no, effect man. or anything? Like on you tattooing or like your schedule or anything? <clears throat> yeah, man. Of course. Like people hit me up all the time and they're like, "Hey, man, I've been trying to get in for so and so long. You know, I've been waiting this long. I've been waiting. Like, what's going on? You know?" And like, you know, some I get it, man. Some people, you know, they get frustrated and I feel bad, man. But now, like. When it's my son's time, it's my son's time. It's family time, it's family time, man. And it only gives me so many days to tattoo. All my free time, I'm with y'all tattooing, you know, tattooing y'all, you know. I, yeah. But I enjoy it, man. I love it. And my free time, I'm going to work, you know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. it's not even work, man. I, I enjoy it so much. Yeah. What about the, uh, what were you saying? Shit. Uh, I just know, going back to when people are, like, hitting them up, like, oh, like, I've been trying to get in with you forever. I remember me, uh, we went, we did a tattoo convention last year, I think maybe around June. It was the Villain Arts Tattoo Convention. Yeah. And then uh, we were up there, me and him. He was in a, uh, he had a booth up there, and he was doing a t- tattoo on me all day. And I remember, like, a lot of he people. He did tattoo at the convention. Yeah, yeah. Talk about, yeah. Yeah, well, that, like, that day, you know, back to what he was saying was just, a lot of people did come up to him. He was like, hey, man, you're Emilio? They're like, man, I've been trying to get in with you for such and such, you know? And then he's yeah, like, he's like, oh, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, And then it's like it was a lot of people like that, you know what I mean? But it, that- It's a lot of pressure, man. It's a lot of work, and I try to j- – it used to stress me out, man, and now I kind of just live, man. I'm like – yeah, if you you know, I I tell them, man, if you're consistent, man, and just keep hitting me up, it brings those messages to the top, and like, I've tried getting a manager, I've tried doing all that, and I'm like, man, that shit's still hard, you know what I mean? It's still <laughs> talk like, about the convention, like how did, how was it? Who'd you meet? Like who'd you network with? So I mean, I met a lot of people, man. Um, Actually, conventions what got me into tattooing, man. Like, really? Like, yeah. So I went to this convention. George uh, R. Brown? Back in two, yeah. Back in 2009, and I was going to school. And I went for two weeks. I was trying to be an architect, man. So I'm in these drafting classes, and I remember looking around and being like, fuck, man. Like, I saw nothing but old people and shit. <laughs> and college is supposed to be fun and this and that. And I'm just like, man. And I was in advanced classes when I was younger, man, and even that that feeling again, you know what I'm saying? I was mm-hmm. like, because I wasn't, like, 
cool enough to be with the cool kids and I was like not like smart enough to be with the smart yeah. kids. And, like, You're like so in the I middle. Like, Fuck, you know? And so between I was like, man, I don't want to do this shit. I want a tattoo, man. And so I remember I went to this convention and I took uh Brian, man, uh my little ex brother in law, man. Shout out to Brian, Raina Inc. Raina Inc. ninety five, I believe. But uh, I took him, he was twelve years old, man, and so we go to this convention and um uh, I remember thinking like Okay, I'm gonna look around and I'm gonna see if what I could do on paper can I do it on skin, or is it too much because it's because uh, it's a needle, you know? Yeah. And I went through the whole show, man. And I was like, nah, I'm gonna just stay in school, man. Fuck, like I don't want to <laughs> do like with all due respect, man. Like I don't want to do these cartoony looking tattoos. I don't want to do because you know drawing all that time, like just I wanted to advance. I want to do some crazy shit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And uh, I remember I went through the whole show and then it was uh, actually gonna. Um, it was going to end, man. I was about to leave. And then they mentioned that there was going to be a uh, uh, competition. And I'm like, oh, shit, you know. And so I started looking around. And I started waiting. And then I, I see this back piece, man. And it was like a fucking badass Buddha. Damn. And a fucking badass dragon. And I'm like, that's it right there. That's 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 my answer, man. Yeah. And it was Rene Garcia. Rene oh, Garcia. damn. Yeah, man. And so that made me make that decision. As soon as I went back to school, I went to one class, and after that class was over, I went to the office to sign out, and I remember the teacher being like, okay, here's y'all's homework, so-and-so, and when he was passing it to me, I'm like, oh, no, I don't need it. And he's like, yeah, you do. He's like, he's like, I'm not about to explain to you what I'm about to do, so fuck it. I'm just going to take the fucking homework, but I'm not coming back, you know what I'm saying? Like, I went, I signed myself out. Man, I fucking pursued tattooing, man. Oh, so you dropped out? Mm-hmm. I was going to HCC. What a damn. So you got your GD or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I got my diploma. Okay, okay. <laughs> my high school diploma. Okay. Uh, but I agree with you, though. Like, going to tattoo convention for the first time, it's like, it's like it turns you out, bro. Like, that shit's fucking badass. Yeah, like, man. I, that was my first time going when we went. And uh, it's just a lot to see, bro. You, you see a lot of really badass artists, you know what I mean? Like. Yeah, like, I had been following uh, Drew Demas on Instagram for a long time. You know, shout out him. He does great work. Oh, yeah. And I got to meet him up there. He was doing a badass uh, leg piece on uh, one of them twins that he does a lot of those arm sleeves. Yeah, I've seen them. Like, those, you know, everybody's seen them. It's, like, real big. They win a lot of, uh, you know, prizes for him. We did a Scarface portrait up there. It took us, we shit, we started, like, 4 o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, shit took, took us, like, it was, like, 9, 10 hours of tattooing time. He came to the house, man. I couldn't go to sleep. I stayed up, man, and I, was, I hit him up. I'm like, "Fuck it, you ready?" Because the first day we just chilled. I was like, "I'm gonna just enjoy it." Oh, I look hit, around. Okay. Yeah. And then uh, when he when yeah, because it's a three day weekend. It's yeah. it's like a three day event. Yeah. It's Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So all this was a competition. I mean, you can compete. Some people go to make money. Some people go to compete. Some people go to network. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So like Friday, he was up there chilling. I remember I put, I bought the you could buy like a like single days or you could buy like a three day pass. I remember I bought a three-day pass, and Friday I went up there. We just kind of sketched some stuff out, kicked it, you know, walked around. And it's shit, what, I thought he was going to go home and go to sleep, get some rest, and motherfucker stayed up all night. <laughs> Damn. I couldn't sleep, man. I was excited. <laughs> I'm like, hey, man, you down to come through, like, at four? He's like, yeah, fuck it, yeah, I'm down. I'm like, all right, bet. And I'm, like, starting to get the images together, all that. He pulls up. We're designing all that. We put the stencil, and we only tattooed for like thirty minutes or yeah, so. I only did the flame. I'm like, nah, fuck it, let's go, man. It was already like nine, so we pulled up to the convention. Oh, we went to McDonald's across oh, the street. Yeah. And then we went to the <laughs> oh, convention. Whatever, uh, NRG. Yeah. yeah, and we started tattooing, man. And I was like, 
and the people would walk up and like I try to kind of just show love to everybody, man. You know, so I'll be tattooing, they come through, hey, what's up, man? How you doing? Like, you know, so and so and and like, you know, like now, nah, but there's a lot of people though. It's like a lot of the the biggest artists that you think, like yeah, you know, man. Emilio, one thing I will say about Emilio, he's like very low key, bro. But honestly, you can ask anybody who's really like in the tattoo game, like he's been doing it for a long time. He's very well known. So it's like being right there, getting tattooed by him and seeing all these people coming up to him, like, oh shit, what's up? Like Danny Blue came up to him. I've I've seen his work, but I've never met him in person until then. And then, like I said, Drew Demas, and then just like a bunch of really good artists that you see on social media every day. You know, it's pulling up, chopping it up. It's all one up. circle, man. You know, I think you know you just gotta do what you love, man. And it all comes around. I wasn't big into conventions, man. I didn't want the awards. I didn't want this. I didn't want that. I just wanted a tattoo, man. I just wanted to do what I love. Yeah. And like I got to work with a lot of these people, man. And it's just, it's just a fucking uh, just it's. It just all connects, man. And uh, talk about the the paintings you did last mm-hmm. minute, like the bus and the uh, the other one. Mm, I mean, how how are those? Like, how did they come about? How did they connect to you? Uh, so shout out to my boy Ir uh, Izzy, my boy Izzy Ir Artwork. Uh, he had he was throwing a show, man, and he invited me, and uh, I had it. Uh, I had these paintings and they weren't finished, man. And I procrastinate a lot, man. But I need pressure, you know what I'm saying? Like, and so he invited me, and then like there was a few days left, and I was like, okay, I gotta knock these motherfuckers out, you know? And I fucking just went and I knocked them out, man, just in time. And uh, I mean, I had done that Jesus painting, man. It was a Jesus painting. Um, that one was for another show that had gone down, and I did those like in four days, man. And uh, I did that one in four days, and then the Buzz Lightyear, <clears throat> I had only worked on the face. I was probably like eight hours in or so, and so I knocked out that Buzz Lightyear first. I stayed over three days, I believe, and I just started painting, man. Damn. And just because I knew that show was coming up, I was like, okay. And it's just like that pressure is just different. If nothing's going on, I'm there. I'm just like, and it just like, like doesn't whatever. come out, you know what yeah. I'm saying? And so I need that, man, and... uh yeah, man, with the Jesus too, man. I stayed up. Uh, my my boy Crime, shout out to my boy Crime. He was uh, he was uh, Crime Images his Instagram, man. But uh, he uh, he was throwing an art show down, and uh, I had to do. I remember he telling he he's like, hey man, is any size, any media, whatever, whatever, whatever. Uh, so I did a, a a big old canvas, man, and then he switched it up, but he never told me, you know. <laughs> and so everybody pulls up with these little canvases, and I'm like, fuck. You know, but it was tight because it pushed me to make this happen or else it would have never happened. And that canvas had been sitting behind my storage unit for about two years, man. The way I got that canvas to the shop, me and my boy Randy, uh, there was a special at Michael's. And and so uh, we drove my car, the Chrysler. We opened the sunroof. He had one hand out. I had one hand out. And he was grabbing the middle. And it was fucking cold (laughs) as fuck, man. So at the lights, we'd like... We put our hands in and put on the heater and shit, and then we'd go over to the fucking studio and just like, yeah, the fucking canvas is like, you know. What <laughs> you talking about Randy over there from Fineliners? Randy, Rand, uh, Randy Art, Art, yeah, yeah man, from, from from over there from with Fineliners, yeah, man. Fine yes, liners. sir, with Eric Zulu, yes, yeah. sir. And uh, so yeah, man, uh, that Jesus painting, I, I knocked it out in four days, man. Uh, to the first two days, I kind of just was able to work on it about six hours, and then the last two days, my mom helped me watch my son. And my sisters did too. I was living with my mom, man. She uh, during the pandemic. Uh, I remember uh, I, I uh, my lease had ended. I moved in with my mom, and then the uh, lockdown happened, and then my mom got diagnosed with cancer, man. Okay. And uh, 
And so, yeah, I remember uh, I was there living with her, man. I was taking her to all her appointments, all that. And she was still good, man, to move around, do all this. So she would help me with my son a lot, man. And so yeah. they were watching my son. And those last two days, man, I was painting this Jesus painting. And and people were like, damn, you did that shit in four days? Like, it's just yeah, that pressure, crazy, man. Yeah. yeah, this other art show that uh, was going down at Gold Rush, they were doing skateboards. And I remember Fredo, my boy Fredo Wild Styles, he, uh, he, he FaceTimed me. And it's him and crime. And uh, I'm there. I finished tattooing, man, about like a good six or eight hours. And then I pull out the uh, the skateboard, and I'm doing Prismacolors on it. And uh, I went. I got some micheladas. And I drank me about like two, three of them. And uh, I went back to the shop, and I started drawing. They FaceTimed me, and I'm like showing them. And I'm barely getting started, man. And the show's tomorrow at 9 yeah. in the morning, you know. And they look, they start laughing, and they're like, man, just quit, man. Just don't even <laughs> fucking do it, man. Just leave it alone. I'm like, no, nah, man, what you talking about? I'm going to knock it out. They're like, no, man, just stop. You know, just, it's cool. Just show up. I'm like, I'm going to do it, man. Like, <laughs> And so, you know, I started doing my thing, and I did a Beetlejuice, man. And this Beetlejuice is holding a heart <clears throat> with a little lotus flower. No, not a lotus. Uh, I forgot the name of the flower, man. But, uh, yeah, I knocked that motherfucker out, man. And, and you uh, showed up, and boom. Yeah, man, everybody, like, it caught it caught a lot of attention, but when they would tell him, man, he knocked this out last night, everybody's like, oh, shit, like, you did that shit last That's crazy. night? That's fucking crazy, man. How's your mom doing? Uh, my mom, man, uh, she's she's good, man. Uh, it's just, it's, it's, they keep, they, uh, it's stable, man. It's stage four, and it's just, they just keep it stable, and it's been, what, going on three years now. Uh, actually, man, I want to give a big thank you to Cody and Drew. They actually, man, they uh, they had done a little fun uh, fundraiser for her, man, when she nice. first got diagnosed, man, and uh, they saved so us sad, some money, man. and they, yeah, man, I was, so I fuck with that, man, like, they're like brothers to me, man, and yeah. Cody, I got to work with him back in the day in 2012, Drew, I had met him, like, at the art show, at Crimes Art Show, the first Unidos por Artes, uh, nice. uh, por Arte, I'm sorry, um, but yeah, man, they did that for me, man, and that shit just it meant the world, you know what I'm saying? And that Jesus painting, man, that's 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 who I painted it for, man. It's for them. Yeah. They seen it, and Cody wanted it, man. And I'm like, man, you know, for what y'all did, man, like, I wanted it as a gift for y'all, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And nice. so yeah, man. Shit, a lot of people ask him like, hey, how much for that Jesus? How much shit? I even told him when I first <laughs> seen that shit, like, if you see it in person, that Jesus piece, that Jesus piece, like. Like it's vivid, you know what I'm saying? Jesus. So he actually he actually forgot that Jesus. I told him to bring it, but he he forgot it. Now I'm messing with. Oh, you. Man, man. Nah, I thought about it too, man. I should have brought it, but nah. Uh, um, talk about your. I seen you a couple of days ago. You got a new whip, right? Oh yes, sir. Is that like been like a long time, like a dream vehicle for you, or like? Man, yeah, man, but man, I don't really care about all that stuff. Yeah, man. like I um. Man, uh, I always wanted it, man. And I'm like, one day I'm gonna get it, and 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 like I just put everything else first, man. Like I could be in a, I could be in whatever, man. I'm gonna be just as happy, you know. Exactly. And like, I like to do things for people, man. Like that makes me feel good. I think uh, I help a lot, man. I put other people first before I put myself, and that's where I kind of like I went through a little scare, you know. Uh, I uh I took some vitamins, man, and they had caffeine. I'm over here trying to be healthy. I stopped drinking because I, I drank, man. I'm a big drinker, man, and so I quit drinking. 
He was, telling me he, like, to... he was telling me you like Blattens. Sorry to cut you off. Yeah, but he was... I love Blattens, man. Blattens. <laughs> I, I had uh, two of my friends, man. They got me. Uh, they got me. They surprised me, man. They set up uh, appointments back to back. And um, Car- Carlitos and Rogelio, man. So they uh, they set up appointments full days back to back. And at the end of the fucking uh, session, they pulled one out, man. Because they remember me back uh, a while back, like, posting, hey, man, I'll also trade if y'all bring me a Blanton's bottle, you know? Uh-huh. And, and so they brought it as a gift, man, as a tip. But uh, I had quit drinking. And so they brought that. And it was Thanksgiving coming up and Christmas. And yeah. We killed them bottles, man. I killed them. It was like $200 bottles. But it's, it's not about how much they are. It's about how hard it is to get those, man. Yeah. That's, and so, so I was telling Rob, what, they were like retail 75 or something like that before. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. I heard that. I heard that. Actually, someone at Specs told me, like, oh, yeah. why'd you pay so much? I yeah. think I heard even lower than that, man. Yeah. But you'll see people buying them and selling them online for 300 bucks, man. Do, do you know like the, on top of the, yeah, the, when you collect them? Yeah, man. They that's crazy, huh? And they like gallop. Yeah, yeah man. And now, I got if, a few of them. If you collect like five of them, because they're the horses, they move like a certain way. Yeah, and then the the jock or whatever moves a certain way. Yeah. So if you collect five of them and the, you send them to Bland, they give the, you the mount. Yeah, that's yeah. dope. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I never knew that. Yeah, yeah. it spells all Bland's and it looks like they're galloping. Yeah, you could design yeah. them however you want, and then you could also sell them too. Actually, one of the little horses go for fifteen bucks. You can sell them online instead of having to buy the bottles. Mm-hmm. They just buy the horses so they could get them out. I don't think that's how it works, man. Yeah, yeah. And yeah you gotta buy like, the bottle. Yeah, <laughs> experience. They're yeah. they're just hard to find now though. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah. you gotta buy them like online. I or found like, one man, and I want to buy it, but I gotta start drinking, man. Man, so I've been drinking a lot of water, and you know what I'm saying. Yeah, trying to get back in here. On your, yeah, on your man, it's just healthy, man. I, oh, that scared, man. So I took them vitamin pills. They had caffeine, and I drank me a whole coffee. I started oh, getting all fucking like crazy and shit, man. And so my heart started feeling all weird, and then my hands started going numb, and then yeah. I got a pain right here. And I went, and I went to the ER. And the thing is, like a few years ago, I got kind of. Uh, they said I have abnormal breathing, and this is gonna eventually affect my heart. And so I kind of was scared of that, man. And I thought some, I thought that's what was happening, man. Yeah. But no, they cleared me out. They did X-rays, EKGs, and so that kind of was like a, a scary time. And I was like, you know what, man? Like everybody knows I drink, man. You know, yeah. like yeah. I could kill a bottle and be good, you know. But he's not drinking like, on the podcast today, guys. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> drinking, man. I've been looking at that Michelada this whole podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but uh. Yeah, man. So I'm like, nah, man. I got to do all the shit that I said I was gonna do, man. And the Escalade was one of the things, man. I would always talk about it. I'm like, man, I'll get it later, man. Like, yeah. I try to. I think that's with everything, man. You gotta, you know. I think you just gotta follow your passion, man. Yeah. And uh, everything comes with it, man. I tell everybody, man. I tell a lot of artists. I'm like, man, like, focus on what you love. And this is for everybody, not just tattoo artists, man. Like everybody, you know, we all got a gift. We all got something we're good at, you know. We all have something that makes us happy. So follow your passion, you know. Uh, it's like a track, a train track. If you follow your passion, all the uh, all the outcomes, the money, the power, the this, that, whatever, like all that shit comes with it, you know. Yeah. Like, but once you, you know, you want money and you want the power and the fame or this or that, like, that's when kind of, you know, greed comes into play and you could build something and you could lose it all, man. And so focus on your passion. If you focus on your passion, all that shit comes with it, man. So it's like, just focus on doing what you love and all that shit comes with it, man. Nice. You know, 
you got to shoot past the things that you want so you get those things, you know? So I'm not shooting for the Escalade. Yeah. I'm not shooting for a house. Exactly. If I shoot for a house, a lot of people get a house and that's it, you know what yep. I'm saying? Yep. Nah, fuck that. I'm trying to like, and so, you know, yep. I want to start investing into things, man. I want to start uh, painting and fucking like being able to reach certain people and kind of put art out there, you know what nice. I'm saying? But I need help, man. Like. It's a lot of shit. You got to barely fucking handle the people I uh, yeah. when I tattoo, you know? Like, yeah. I try to get back to everybody, but there's a lot of people, man. And I, I just, I focus on these tattoos, and I try to give everybody my best. I don't care how small or how big. I book mostly one person a day, so that way I can focus on you, you know? Yeah. I was going to say, uh, kind of back to the whole tattoo convention, uh, we had did that piece, and uh, we entered into the contest for uh tattoo what was a tattoo of the day black and gray and so it was cool 30 people lined up in the shit and uh we got second place for tattoo of the day for black and gray honestly i think we should have got first every a lot of people agree that we're there but yeah. you know it is what it is the but color, the yeah color, it's it, cool man yeah. first man i don't know his name and i'm not trying to throw anybody under the bus either but the tattoo he did was a portrait and it had a lot it was black and gray but it had a lot of color in it and oh. if i'm being honest uh, the, what we did, or what Emilio did on me, was way better. What we did. <laughs> I mean, shit, I had to oh, sit yeah. there for ten hours. Yeah, bro, that it's shit. Is energy, ten hours. Bro. Yes, bro. That oh shit. damn. I, I was sitting down for a long time. I fucking caught a cramp in my leg. Remember, I had to walk around for like fifteen minutes yeah, before I can yeah, sit yeah. back down. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's just, it's just. I mean, so more of the story is, I remember there was a there was the guy who won third place. He was from Hawaii. And I mean, the dudes, they look like real cool people. He did like, uh, I don't know what style. What, what, My what, boy, man. Yeah, what, Shout what would out you? to uh, Kiai and the yeah. whole Imua team. They're in Hawaii, man. Damn. That's how I was going with it. Like, what would you call his style? Like, it was like, uh, it's not like uh, tribal. Polynesian tribal. Okay, so tribal. Polynesian tribal, right? Yeah. So he had got third place. And uh, I remember we were all waiting there. We were all chopped it up. And, uh, he, you know, him and Emilio exchanged info. Mm -hmm. And then fast forward, what, maybe a couple of months ago. He went and did a guest spot at their shop in Hawaii. You know what I'm saying? So fucking oh, tattooing and networking. Networking, yo. Yeah, it yeah, took man. him from here to Hawaii. You know I what I'm saying? That a lot of the people that I've met, man, like, you build relationships, man. Like, I've heard a lot of people be like, man, I went to this shop. And, like, they just, like, what do you want? You know? Um, oh, yeah, I don't know exactly. We'll figure it out. And when you know what you want, come back and get it. Yeah. I'm like, man, I'm, I, I like, man, as soon as you walk in, like, how you doing, man? How's your day? How you been? What, like, what do you do, man? What do you, like, you know? And we chop Set up, up a whole and podcast build, and everything. You build relationships, yeah. man. You build relationships. I feel, you know, uh, man, people, man, like, they work hard for their money, man. We got to work hard for our money, too, you know? Like, exactly. You don't need tattoos. You don't eat tattoos. You don't breathe tattoos. You don't, like, it's not a necessity, man. And it's like, people save up, man. Some people save up for a while to get these pieces, so to just get them in and out, it's pretty fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like I feel like, like let's say, man, like, like the ladies, man, they they go and they get their nails done, and like you know they go to get pampered, man. It's the experience. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's like you don't want to go and get treated like shit. You know? Yeah. And so with tattooing, that's what I do, man. Like. I try to make that tattoo them, you know what I'm saying? As soon as they walk in, I'm kind of trying to read them. I'm trying to, like, who are you? How, how, like, what do you do? What, uh, like, you know, I like to kind of just make that tattoo them, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Kind of like, to break it down in a simple form, man, like, you wouldn't give, like, a goth-type girl a pretty cute tattoo type, and a, you want to get, like, a 
like a more of a like you know a girly exactly. girl kind of yeah. a fucking hardcore badass fucking goth tat you know yeah so everybody has like you gotta connect you know what I'm saying let's get into some uh some pop questions real quick okay are you familiar with it yeah shit I've been seeing all your I watched a lot of your episodes bro all right so I, I know how it goes would you prefer to eat a water burger or in and out yeah. Damn. <laughs> was ready for that one, shit. You can't prepare to it. Nah, man. I seen it at the store, and I'm like, you know what? I gotta everywhere I go, I rip. You know what? You probably you probably should get a little W or like a Waterburger W. A little W, but it's for Wu Tang Clan. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That'd be badass, like a little Waterburger tattoo. And when I went to Colorado, man, I took a uh, Texas apron, man. Mm. Tattoo on the Texas apron. All right, so uh-huh. another one, uh, 100K in cash or five Bitcoin? Man, so 100K cash or Bitcoin? Five Bitcoin, yeah. So I would say Bitcoin because I know that that's where it's going, but I feel with uh-huh. cash I could do a little bit more moves because of what I know. But I want to get into that, you know? Mm. I mean, either or, man. I don't know. Nice. Nice. I'll take the Bitcoin. What about, what about you, bro? Shit, I don't even know what it's going for. I don't, it's, like the same, it's the same. It's the same. It's like about the same. Same thing. Because yeah, it dropped down to like the 20s or 30s, huh? Something yeah. Like it's, it was at 18, but it's at 22. Oh, okay, so They're about same. the equal value, but it, like if you get 100K cash, maybe inflation might decrease that value to buy so only so much. Yeah. But the Bitcoin, it might go back up to 60 I think I get 100K cash, open up a shop, make you know, make some money, man. Yeah. Open up a shop. Yeah, you can always buy the Bitcoin later. Me yeah. personally, I'll probably take the cash too, only because there's so many things I want to do right now that you need cash to fund, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Starbucks Starbucks or uh, Dutch Bros? You a coffee guy? Starbucks or what? Hell no, nah, that bro. shit almost gave me a heart attack. The other day. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm not a Starbucks. I mean, I'm not a coffee guy, man. I, it's always gave me jitters, man. But here and there, I'll drink some. But Starbucks, I'll probably just get a Frappuccino. Mm. A frozen Frappuccino. Caramel Frappuccino. Nice, nice. Um, so I know, you're, I know you're a single dad, so I'm going to ask you this question. Yeah. All right, so like, what's your, what's your type of woman right now? My type of woman? Yeah. Damn. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> on the spot. My type of woman, man. I usually don't. If, if if you're married or like with someone, I don't ask this question, but since you're single, yeah. I got to uh, ask. So, my type of woman, man, like, I just want to have some fun, man. Like, I work, but I love to I love to have some fun. You know what I'm saying? Like, I travel? Love, like, I travel? love food. I love traveling. I love, like, doing huh. fucking, like, hiking, doing all that. That's what we did over there in Hawaii, man. Some, some hiking, jumping off cliffs, and fucking snorkeling. Nice. But, uh, yeah, my type of woman, man, is, like, I want her to know what she wants for sure, man. And I want to make some money, man. Like, that's my favorite thing to do, you know? Make some money, man. And uh, besides art, art's first, you know what I'm saying? But I love making money because you get to do so much shit, man. And you can help. You could, like, do so many things, you know what I'm saying? But uh, just have her know what she wants and uh, just fucking be able to reciprocate. The uh, energy and the effort. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If what you do for her, she could do for you, man. Like, it's awesome. But I love to provide, man. I feel that that's my love language, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I love to let you know that I could take care of you, you know? Like, yeah. Damn, look in you, you in your eyes when he said that shit. Uh, yeah. He, <laughs> he said, I'll get you away from all this shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. You got me for this type of way. <laughs> nah, I'm, <laughs> I'm playing. Uh, 
nah, you know, like, yeah, just. I got you. So are you a 50 50 type of dude? Or like. Nah, fuck no. So what what type of dude are you? Man, I'll take care of you. Man, a whole hundred. You need to stop tricking, dog. Hell no. Nah. You got to go 50 50 with this. <laughs> nah, I probably get nah, some hate in the uh, comments. Nah, I just. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> man, uh, nah, I don't, I don't think so, man. I was raised by my mom, you know, so yeah. she always said, you know, treat the lady how you want someone to treat me, you know, and that's how I've always kind of like treated these relationships. But sometimes, man, that shit, it could, you know, it's just sometimes it ain't a good thing, man. Like, like yeah. also too, it's like it's different times, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. uh, you know, our, our parents' generation is a lot different. Yeah, we ain't gonna get too deep on it, right? But like, I feel like. Not necessarily, oh, we ain't going to go, like, you don't have to go rent 50-50, but I feel like if you're with somebody, you know, you're a team. What I learned, man, is sometimes you got to also, like, let them do their thing, too, man. Yeah. Like, like they don't, like, you can't just give them that, like, exactly. give them everything, man. Yeah. Like, they want to, you know, like, just how, like, for example, I mean, there's so many examples, but, like, nowadays, man, like, they they want to get it, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, it's like some things you can't just hand it to them. Like, yep. You know, I feel it's a balance, man. I think it's a balance. Everything's a balance, man. Your favorite of uh, food? My favorite food? I love food, man. I love everything, man. I don't, as long as I don't eat a big old chunk of garlic or raw onion, I'll eat anything, man. I love oysters. I love, uh, I love, uh, oh, steaks. I love, okay. uh, lamb chops. I love, uh, mm. I love everything, man. I, not too much pasta, but, the only pasta I like would be over there at, uh, what is it called? Uh, fuck, uh, Potente. A Potente? Some, Potente? Potente. Yeah, they got some good-ass pasta, man, with some uh, scallops. But I, I, I'm i a big foodie, man, for sure. That's Making my everybody hungry. Thing. Yeah, yeah, food kind of man, food, for sure. You watch his stories, bro. That's a lot of saying, things, man. Yeah. I love to take my friends, man. I love to take people to go eat, man. I guess we're not eat, friends, man. bro. Fuck. Huh? <laughs> nah, we'll go, man. We'll go. I love, I love food, man. And I like getting a little bit of everything, man. You get, you know, ask some people when we go eat. We get a little bit of everything, man, and we just put it all out and just fucking just. It feels good, man, to be able to treat people, man. I think that's very a very good gesture that you could do for people, man. Take them out, you know, have them treat, try some things they never tried, and open yeah. up that palate and fucking just have some good laughs and kind of fucking just chill and enjoy some badass food. What about uh your favorite music artist right now? My favorite music artist. I listen to everything, man. Is there something you got on like repeat or something right now? That that baby baby. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is, man, I just started listening <laughs> listening to that music again, man. But uh, for a while, I had gone on like uh, I guess like trance trance music, and then uh, what music? Trance like uh, trans trance. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, I don't yeah, know. Like Elderbrook and Black Coffee and shit like that. But I kind of just stopped fucking with it, man. And That's new started to me. getting back on hip hop. And man, anything that makes me feel good, man. Um, really. I love all, as long as it's good music. You know what I'm saying? I'm, yeah. I'm listening to everything. Nice. Let's talk about uh, everybody. Everybody has this question, right? Like, let's talk about money, right? Let's say before you start tattooing. What's the most money you ever made at a like a nine to five or any any? Man, I made seven dollars and twenty five cents an hour. I used to, I worked at. Yeah, I was at Wessels Presses. I only worked like sixteen <laughs> and seventeen. You know what about the other place you're saying where you are sending like? Man, I made about like six to eight hundred bucks a week. Oh, okay. And to me, that was a lot of money. It was for sure money. So that kind of like it was just secure, but I wasn't happy, man. I fucking. 
I hated it, you know. I yeah. cried, man. I would cry on the way home, you know. <laughs> yeah. In 2012, I woke up in the morning. Um, it was 2013 on the 1st, January 1st. I said, fuck that. I'm not going back. And ever since, I made sure my ass stayed booked. But, so uh, yeah. whenever you first started tattooing, I mean, I know you said that shop was doing like $20 tattoos. Like, wh what was your average? What were you, what, you know, what would you do? Man, so... At Space City, man, I never made that type of fucking money before. Like, I had a thousand dollars in my pocket at all times. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And there were the fives and the tens and and all the twenties and the fifties and the hundreds would be stashed under my carpet at home in my closet. Damn. You know? And so after I moved, I didn't make that type of money again because I thought it was like that everywhere. And after I moved, man, like I ain't made that type of money again for years, man. Why is that? Because there was a lot of walk-ins or what? Yeah, mm. it was already established, man. It was already, and I didn't understand any of that, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So at what point, like, how long did it take you to like build your own clientele where people were like shit ten years, ten years? Yeah, yeah, yeah so man. When people like, were like coming like specifically. Hey, I want yeah. Emilio. No, I think that uh, like that, like. In the beginning, they would come because I was doing very cheap tattoos, but I would do a lot. Oh, okay. I'll do these sleeves. I'll do tap outs. Nah, man. I only do like two fifty, and I get one twenty five out of it. And I was there eighteen to twenty hours sometimes. Damn, I've scrolled through your Instagram before, like in the past, right? Like when uh -huh. I first like was looking into you, and uh -huh. I seen like you were cranking out like quality fucking portrait tattoos, bro. And I seen your prices. You're like uh, special, uh, special this week. I'm charging three hundred dollars for portrait. Bucks, yeah, bucks. bro. I'm like, damn, for fucking like badass. And people work. were still not coming in, man. <laughs> and then I do some for free, and I fucking sometimes change up the prices and fucking just yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. I think everything happens at uh, certain times, at yeah. the right times, and shit. Man. So that, that's my bad. Go ahead. Go ahead. So what do you charge now? So right now I'm charging sixteen hundred for a full day, and I charge eight hundred for a half day. But I work really fast, man. Mm. Um, but I'm trying to get people to kind of understand, like, if you can get to the point where you set up two of those days, and I know it's a lot of money, man. But I know that I, right now I can still do better than what you see on my page, man. Yeah, really. But I have to balance it, man. Like, give it has to be all right. Yeah. Kind of like buying a car, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> so like, what's what's the craziest tattoo you've done? The craziest tattoo I've done? Whether it's placement or the actual tattoo. Man, the butt cheeks. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> you tattooed butt cheeks? Yeah, plenty of times, I hope it was on a girl, bro. Uh, nah, I think they've all been dudes. <laughs> no, I think, I think one girl, was well, she got on her butt cheek, but... I remember the first time it was uh, at Space City, man. They were they were uh, all in one school and they were gonna like split up. So they got like best friend tattoos. My boy Beto tattooed the female and I tattooed dudes on their asses. Yeah, man. And so they went through the whole shop and wait, why why didn't you tattoo the female? Man, that boy that boy was. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I ain't gonna lie, bro. I seen your podcast with Cody. And talking about he like tattooed his cousin's dick, and I'm like, all right, yeah, that 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 right there, bro. That's <laughs> I don't I don't think I would do that, man. I would never. I don't think I would do that. I mean, honestly, even now, man, like, I, I you know, I wouldn't do certain tats, man. Like private areas, this or that. Like, nah. And most of the time, I've been in a relationship, so out of respect, I kind of just, you know, I won't tattoo boobs. I won't tattoo this or that. Really? Whatever. Right? Even if them like them, if it's green. Even if it's what? Even if, like there's money involved, you won't tattoo. I mean, at the end of the day, it's your career, bro. I mean, it's just it's it's, it's work. Yeah. But like, there's a fine line between like you know what I'm saying, yeah. work and your. But I, I mean, want... I know you probably see it differently. You know, what I, mean? yeah. I just man, that's cool. Like it's uncomfortable. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Let me see. Oh shit! All right, let so let's uh, what's the uh, any advice you would give yourself five to ten years ago? Advice? Yeah. That I'll give myself. Charge up, man, and you're worth it. You know what I'm saying? That's what I was gonna ask too. Like on his last podcast that he did with the LSX Media, they were kind of talking about. He was saying that he didn't want to charge too much because then Pete. When he charges less, he has more booking. And then you said uh, you kind of told him the same thing. Like, um, if you're if you're always booked, like consistently booked, then you're probably too cheap. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's yeah. like where, where do you where do you? Because I know you've raised your prices since I first started. Do, would you do you agree with that? Like, were you more booked when you charge cheaper, and now man, when, if so you charge more? Renee Garcia, man, pulled me off to the side one time, man, and he was like, he was like, sir. You know, because he'd always say, sir, sir. He's like, you think that Little Caesars is riding a Lamborghini because he's selling uh, gourmet pizzas? (laughs) No, man, he's selling $5 pizzas. He's like, he still has to get material. He has to still get this, that to make the pizza. He still still has to make a profit. Look at where we are, man. Like, like. They ain't got fucking money. Like, give them what they pay for. He's like, yeah. not every tattoo has to be an award-winning tattoo. And to me, like, that shit made me cry, man. I ain't gonna lie to you. I teared up. I was like, fuck, man. Like, all the shit that I've been through. And I got to work with him in three years, man. Like, after that convention, like, I fucking ended up at his shop. And he, didn't, I don't think I ever told him the story of, like, the convention thing. And yeah. it made me make the decision of tattooing, man. And uh, I think I did, like, right before, you know. He had passed, man, on a comment, and he had liked it. Nice. But, but yeah, man, um, I understood that after some time, man. I get it, man. Like, it's true. It's like, you still got to make that money, man. Them bills and all that shit don't stop, you know? And uh, you got to take care of all that. And and so, yeah, I mean, uh, you got to... Like, if it's so many people, once you you start charging up, they told me this, man, like, Start charging up and keep going up until they're like, until you start seeing people like, you know, if they if they don't say nothing, cool, keep going. Yeah. But once it gets to that point where like, man, that much, and then if there's still people kind of still paying that price, keep going, and then until they're like, oh, I don't know, man, that's what. <laughs> like, and if everybody's saying that shit, now you can gauge it. Yeah. And yeah. kind of like know where to stand, you know. Yeah. Man? Yeah, but like you said, man, tattoo, tattoos like they're a luxury. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, it is, that, man. That shit's on your body. This is a fucking man. flexing game for sure, man. It's like. Like, there could be a fucking plain-ass fucking, like, purse right there, and then there's a Louis Vuitton purse, and, like, this one could be worth 20 grand, and this is a Louis, could be uh, yeah, 8 grand. They don't give a fuck. They're like, yeah, I want that because of yeah. the name. And uh, you know what? Uh, Danny Blue told me this, man. He's like, hey, man, raise up your prices, man. He's like, we all got to kind of keep it the same. He's like, he's like, look, man. He's like, he's like, it's a luxury, man. It's like, people like Gucci. People like Louis Vuitton. Like, you're Louis Vuitton, man. Mm-hmm. I'm Gucci. He's like, he's like, now, like, all they got to do is look at the style and see what they want to pick, you know? Yeah. And I understood, man. I started raising my prices. But I think it was just more of a confidence thing, mm-hmm. man. Like, I was just kind of like, I don't know, man. Like, like I ain't never really, like, had shit, you know what I'm saying? So I kind of would always hook it up, man. But I started to realize, like, nah, man, this is a luxury, man. You know? This is a luxury. And it's a flex, man. So it's like the, like, 
I'm gonna get this badass shit and I'm gonna drop six, seven thousand dollars on it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And it's for life. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That purse is not for life. You know, mm-hmm. tattoo true, is. You know, so sometimes they want to spend more on. money. Huh? You'll die with those tattoos on yeah, too. Yeah, like, yeah. And sometimes coming... man, some people want to spend that money just yeah. to say this is how much I spent on this tat. You know. Yeah. What yeah. Man? Also, too, is like when you know tattooing is like. Of course, it's art. You know what I mean, and it's body art. You know what I mean. Some people, their their main goal is to like collect art. That's what they yeah. say. They they're collecting art from all these different tattoo mm-hmm. artists. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. So I think that's pretty cool too. You know what I mean. Like I said, for the most part, Emilio's done everything. Like he's done both my arms. We're not done yet. I plan to get in full yeah. sleeves with him. But uh, I recently just went to a guy. He put me on to uh, Daniel Cuervo. He's from Colombia. He uh, mm-hmm. I'm doing a chess piece with him. You know what I mean and. That that dude there, you know, he also does. He he's a traveling tattoo artist. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, speaking of traveling, though, like, where are you gonna go next? Where where Am do you I plan on go going next? next? Yeah, man, I wanna go everywhere, man. I wanna go. Uh, really, man, like, I'm gonna start taking workations. You know what I'm saying? I'm yeah. Work half. Yeah, uh, yeah, nice. man. Work half of the half of the week, and then stay half. of Half of the week and kind of experience these things, man. All I ever knew was Spring Branch, you know what I'm saying? I would take yeah. 58 Hammerly the bus, go to Northwest Mall, and that's all I knew. Like, mm-hmm. until I started tattooing, that's when I started to kind of know different parts of the city. And I'd get lost, I'd lose my fucking uh, exit, and I'd do it three days in a row, even though I made that mistake already. And, and then I learned my freeways, all that shit. And so, having had gone to Hawaii and Colorado and uh, even Florida, man, like, when you're in that plane and you're looking down, that's a lot of fucking people, man. There's a lot of homes. I'm like, damn, I'm not doing shit. Like, yep. So that inspired me, man. And I, now I'm like, man, I want to go everywhere. Man, I want to go to New York. I want to go to all this, this, like, the main states that everybody goes to. And then, of course, I want to go across the country, man. I want to go to Taiwan. Uh, I met uh, my fa- my friend Ephraim, man. Uh, he's a fire firefighter, man. And he be going to... A lot of badass places. So we've talked about it, man. I think we're going to Taiwan coming up for my birthday around there, man. Uh, we're gonna catch a little, a little shot of me tattooing him because I've been working on him. Yeah. And he got on this little boat where, uh, you know, they're passing through the water. The water looks like a fucking pool. It looks beautiful, man. And I want to be there tattooing and start <laughs> catching little clips like that at different places, That's man. Different places of the world. You know what I'm saying? Be different for sure. Uh, yeah. You don't see stuff like that that often. Yeah, but yeah, I want to go everywhere, man. What's the uh, the future for you? The like, future? In five years, what do you see yourself? Mm, for sure, I need to start making my money work for me, man. That's where I'm mm. at right now. Investing. Since March, April, I got to kind of like uh, resettle. Uh, I got a new apartment, kind of resettled, kind of settling down. And um, I'll spend a lot of money on food and drinks, man. And that's where all my money would go. I had a lot of money that, like, I could have used for so many things. And I ain't never done shit my whole life. So these last two years were a little more, like, I kind of just splurged money, man. And yeah. I won't take it back, you know, like, because I, I got to experience a lot of pretty cool stuff and some shit that I'll never forget. But now I'm like, man, that's a lot of fucking money that I could have saved and done things with. And, and I don't regret it, man. Everything happens for a reason. I think God gives you certain things at certain times. Yeah. And you know how to handle it and how to appreciate it, having had gone through those things. So yeah, man, and I see myself making my money work for me, man. And 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 like I said, I'm not gonna shoot for a certain thing. I'm gonna shoot past that, so I could get all that shit in abundance, man. Right? Fucking. What about money? Uh, craziest experience you had in life? Crazy experience I had in life? Yeah. 
Man, good or bad? Whatever you want to share with us. Mm, the most memorable that I, like, man, my son getting surgery, man. My son had, had two head surgeries. Oh, damn. Man, liver surgery. He had a tumor in the liver. He had uh, fallen off the bed. He got he got he got head surgeries, but they they got to find the tumor because of the fall. They were like, hey, like, you know, he uh like what happened? Like, there's something else going on. Like, his bleeding won't stop. You know, like you got to tell us what happened. We're like, that's what happened, man. Like, you oh know, the the he fell yeah, off the bed. He that's fell what, off the bed, man. Oh damn. And uh, well, yeah, man. They uh they did investigating all that stuff, and it came down to like some. Little girl tried to pick him up, and, and she ended up dropping him. Because he wouldn't move, man. You'd put him how, down. How old was he? He was 11 months. Oh, damn. Yeah, man, that shit sucks. So, yeah, man, he's a little soldier, man. He's a little, he's an angel, man. He's an angel. The, 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 uh, we tried taking him to this monk, man. And, uh, to a what? A monk, uh, Kyle Chen, Master Kyle Chen, man. Mm -hmm. And he helped us out a lot, man. He changed a lot of my ways, like, of looking at things and helped me become more positive and, uh, he changed. He changed our lives for sure, man. And like, we went to the hospital, and they were like, the same surgeon that did his head surgery uh, was gonna do the tumor surgery. And she's, she, we told her like we were taking it to him, and like if we could get another sound, uh, which we call it a uh, ultrasound. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and she's like, no, just by feeling on his stomach, we could tell that the tumor's still there. Like, we're not gonna do that. Like, his surgery's scheduled today. We're gonna do it. Damn. She's like, and then she kind of saw us, kind of like, fuck, like. She's like, you know what? I'll tell you what, though. Like, like God is on his side, though. Like, yeah. They're like, when your son had that brain hemorrhage, like, when a person lands on that specific part of the body on the head, like, once they go to sleep, they never wake up. Oh, damn. It's just wild. It's a very rare spot, you know. And they're like, that day of the surgery, your son woke up. And the day, like when he woke up, everybody talked about the little baby that woke up. That woke up. All the surgeons, all the doctors on that floor. Yeah. They were like, kind of like not surprised, but they were like, what? yeah, they were surprised because he wasn't yeah. supposed to wake up. <laughs> he woke up, man, what, what and he woke up with a smile on my station. I got this little picture on my my storage, and like he has a big old smile, man. And it's like, dude, you just had head surgery, man, and you still positive. You still got a smile on your face, man. Yeah. yeah. Even after his tumor, you know, like. When they got removed from his liver, like, he woke up, he was still smiling, man. That's a Damn. tough boy, man. And now, like, little things happen, little paper cut, ooh, you know, he starts crying, <laughs> isn't that? But it's like, I know that he's just tough, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. But I love to nurture him. I love to baby him, man. Like, what part of the head? Was, man, what part of the head was, a, like, in the middle? Like right here on the side. Oh, damn. Yeah. They had to open it, like, and he has little hinges there that, like, you know, the skull grows over it. Mm. But uh, thank God, man! Like he's been through so many, uh, so many um, uh, therapies, man. And he graduated from everything, man. And ever since he was in the belly, there will always be like he's a little, uh, he's a little behind on certain things, and so and so. Like his his waist is small, and this and that. And then even after being born, certain things that he could not do in therapies. And I'm always like, man, that little boy always catches up and surpasses the expectations man and so i'm not worried man like right now he's in school he does really good and like he got diagnosed with autism man he's on the lower spectrum but uh this little boy's been he's really fucking smart man like yeah when he was three you know we'd put there'd be like a hundred words on the wall you name any of the words he pointed out 
And right now he reads every night, man. He has this Dogman books. This is a fucking book, Dogman. <laughs> and uh, nice. He, he has a few of them. And he'll be there just like this, man. Like fucking just he's like this. And then he'll laugh and fucking <laughs> read it, man. And I'm like, damn, that's crazy. That's awesome. Yeah. That's good, though. Like, he's like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? He's awesome, yeah, man. I, I, nice. I got a chance to meet your son, man. He's, yeah, he's, he's full awesome, of energy, man. man. He's definitely he's he's an inspiration, a, man. Not for sure. Yeah. He keeps me going, man. Like, and that's one thing that got me. Oh, I got the escalate, man. I'm like, you know what? Like, I'm going to do all the shit I said I, I was going to do, man, because I've been bullshitting, man. Like, I've been bullshitting, man. Like, yeah. all this shit that's already happened and all this shit that's gone down, like, the fuck you doing? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, get your shit together, man. And so that's where I'm at right now, man, and I know what I could do, man, and I know I've been kind of like, and now I'm like, all right, let's get it, man. I know what I could do. I know I could get this shit done. It's just... I don't know, man. I just like to live, man. I just, just take it day by day, but I need to get off that shit, man. I got to get healthy. I got to work out. I got to do all that good stuff. Man. Let's go. Yes, sir. Let's couple go. More. Go hard, man. Hell yeah. Let's go. A uh, couple more questions. Huh? Shit. I wanted to ask, do um, you ever see yourself open up your own shop one day in I the do, near man. future? Yes, sir. Definitely. I want to get a... Uh, so my goal, man, like I said, man, just I just let the time come, you know? And when it does, like... It's going to be dope, man. Uh, I met a lot of people, man. A lot of people hit me up. Hey, man, the day you open the shop, man, like, I don't care where I'm at. Like, I'm coming to you, man. Like, we're going to work with you. Like, I'm there, you know? I want a big place, man. I want a very big place, and I want a home. I don't want, I'm not, I don't want to be a, your boss, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I've, I've worked at a lot of places, and I, I see how I want it, you know? I want to build a home for everybody. Just come in. We handle business. We're all grown. You know, we're going to make our money, do what we got to do. I don't want to be like, hey, man, make sure you clean your station. Hey, man, this, hey, that. Like, man, we're grown, man. Ain't nobody going to tell you all that. Like, come, take care of your shit. Let's get our money. Are you going to have apprentices? Man, apprentices. <laughs> you got to remember, I'm dog. I'll be like, hey, man, you need <laughs> to get remember. your shit. You get the fuck out. <laughs> I remember when them people closing doors on you. <laughs> I'll be like, I'm just playing, man. I just always wanted to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh yeah man I see myself with the apprentices man like I, I like, to be honest with you man like a lot of the artists now man I tell everybody people reach out to me all the time I'm like man just come through to the shop man I'm not gonna I don't hold shit back man I fucking tell them everything I know I'm like yeah. man like I share that shit you know what I'm saying I'm like my theory everything how I see shit and how I think it's supposed to be done because everything's theory I'm like come on man like I got you, you know, come come through and watch. I think that that's one of the very key, big biggest keys in this is, is just observing, man, just watch. There's no way I could teach you. Mm-hmm. Like, just come through and watch. And if you got some questions, I'm going to answer them. And mm-hmm. I love to share knowledge, man. And, uh, you know, when time passes, man, like if, because if, time's going to pass, people are going to surpass you. People are going to get better than you. And that's, you know, you got to keep up, man. And, uh, when you know, when that time comes, because it is going to come, uh, I want to be like, hey, man, how do you do that? And I don't want them to be like, man, fuck you. You fucking asshole. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Why would I tell you if you didn't share none of that, you know? Like, I nah, remember. I want them to be like, hey, yeah, hell yeah, man. That motherfucker helped me out. Come on. Like, this yeah. is how you do it, you know? Yeah, I remember at the convention, there was this Hispanic, or not Hispanic, like a Mexican dude. He spoke nothing in Spanish, came up to you. He was like, hey, man, like, you know, how much would you charge me? He's like, you know, show me this and that. He was like, man, I, I remember you telling him, like, man, I won't charge you anything. Just pull up just pull up man, when I'm tattooing like, and just, just, just uh, what do you call it? Like, like not Overwatch, but 
it was like a shadow oh, shadow yeah shadow me yeah. there you go yeah like man, this- a lot of time man like nowadays i see how where all this shit is going man and this is in a lot of businesses man it's uh they're charging for shit like that thousand dollars to come shadow you you know what i'm Damn. saying and like i get it man and i thought about it you know like i get it man i got to look at it as a business and that's one thing i i just i get it man but i love to help man i feel like that shit just comes back to you you know like god looks out for you and he fucking he 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 fucking doubles it up for you you know what i'm saying in other ways you know and it comes back to you man and but i get it man and so i'm 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 in that i'm indecisive right now but I'm still, my heart's still telling me just show them, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I get it, man. You got to make some money off of it. I could make more money and more money. And like I said, though, I don't want to lose, I don't want to fall off track. Yeah. I don't want to be money's my goal. Yeah. I want to follow my passion. I want to paint. I want to draw. I want to create. Yeah, you know I remember you telling me a long time ago, uh, hope it's okay to share this, but I remember you telling me a long time ago that like one of your uh, ultimate goals is to end up opening up like a program for children who yes, are into, into yes, art. Sir. You know yeah, what I'm man. Like uh, that'd be awesome. Yeah, man. So when I was uh, like 15 years old, man, I uh, I went to Michaels and I walked from Clay Highway Six to 529, and I went into Michaels. And as soon as I walked in, I literally like closed my eyes and I was like, God, <laughs> oh my God, I'm sorry, man. And I'm like, I'm gonna pay Michaels back one day. <laughs> <laughs> and I went in there, man, and I fucking yeah, man, and I had my cargo shorts. And Let's go. Like, I went to uh I went to the to that aisle and I got these deco <laughs> markers and they had ball bearings. This is an oil based paint marker and so it's like it's very loud. <laughs> I, I fucking stuffed all my pockets, my back pockets, my side pockets, my cargo my cargo pockets. And uh as I walk out, I'm like at every step, every step. And the cashiers are like and they see me, and I just walk out the door, man. And I'm like, oh, fuck, I didn't get caught. So I walked all the way back to Clay Highway 6 because that's where my mom was living. And the next day, I did it again, man. Damn. I got me fucking like a few shoeboxes full of fucking markers. And I'd, do, I'd use them to paint canvases. I'd use them to paint shoes. i use them to paint uh, backpacks. And I would make a little bit of money here and there, man. Charge, and my boy, kids at school and yeah, shit. Yeah, man. My boy Adam Yassin, man. You uh, pay him back? I'm going to. That's, a, that's and my way of seeing it is like I'm gonna help these kids, man, because there's a oh, lot okay. of a lot of Leonardo da Vinci's. There's a lot of Teslas. There's a lot of like, there's a lot of fucking uh, very smart kids, man. They have that potential to be those da Vinci's and be those Teslas, but they don't have the resources. Yeah, the resources. You know what I'm saying? My mom always, always, always supported me, man. Like she'd make me let me make a mess. You know what I'm saying? And create. I'd be cutting cardboard out and fucking making like shit out of balloons and fucking yeah. getting my toys, breaking them apart, making my own shit. You know what I'm saying? And uh, <laughs> yeah, they don't make to- a mess. My stepdad would get pissed and like. But she'd be like, leave him alone, man. Like, you know? Yeah. And I feel that that's what a lot of kids need, man, is yeah, uh, they do. support, man. And, like, mm-hmm. so I want to get a little program together, like, one day out the week or something, man, where they bring their parents or even if it's just them, man, like, if they don't have parents, you know what I'm saying? Or whoever they can bring, bring them with you. I'm going to sit y'all down. I'm going to teach y'all. I want to do something with tattooing. Bring in a canvas, man. I'll knock a discount this. Bring a receipt, you know, or, like, You should start at markers. the foster, foster homes. Yeah, that'd be badass. Yeah, man. I just want to make sure when I set it up, it's gonna be able to continue. Yeah. I'm thinking about either naming it like I was thinking like Black Sheep to Go or Black Yeah Black Sheep to Goats or like uh, uh, Kids to Heroes or yeah. Heroes to Legends or Legends to Heroes or something something like that, man. To, nice. You know, just 
just help them, man. Let, like teach them the difference between certain brushes, certain paints, certain markers, certain the canvases, you know, uh, papers. Uh, what to use with what because i had to figure all that shit out man and mm-hmm. that shit ain't cheap either man like a lot of people that go to art school they get in big debt because our supplies is very fucking expensive yeah and then they could get fucking game from you yeah. like for free I think just to paint that, that jesus yeah. painting was like 700 bucks man on in supplies yeah. just Damn. to paint that jesus to paint the buzz Lightyear was like fucking i already had some of that supplies so it helped but i still draw some money on just painting the thing you know what yeah. i'm saying plus your time yeah plus my time a couple a uh, couple more questions. Uh-huh. Uh, what do you want to be remembered for, like, to leave, like, your legacy? That I did good, man. That I did good and I helped. You know, that's it, man. I think that that's, that's what I want. Is, man, like, he helped a lot of fucking people, you know, and he helped, you know. and like He's a good person overall. Uh, I just, you know. You got anything? Shit. I think uh, I, a reflection, I, man. You I, know? Yeah, yeah. I got a last it's, question if you if you're as well. Yeah, go ahead, and I got one question after that. All right, so what's your advice to, like, anyone that wants to get in tattooing? Shit. My advice is if you want it, man, you're going to get it, you know? Don't let nobody tell you you can't, you know? And if they want it, they're going to get it, you know? And the only thing that that could not make you get it is the game itself, you know? The tattoo game is going to decide whether you make it or not, you know? And even if it fucking, like, pushes you aside and, nah, this ain't for you, if you want it, you're going to come back and you're going to get it, man. So don't quit, you know? Fucking learn, fucking create, you know? Read a book, fucking burn some wood, edge some glass, fucking create, you know? And, And it opens up your mind and your theory, and it helps your tattooing. Renee Garcia used to say, draw, 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 draw. And you have to draw, man. And drawing, like, you come back to that tattoo and it fucking helps, man. So don't just, you're going to, at one point, you're going to learn the application, how to put the ink on the skin correctly without scarring, without it, like, you know, Mm -hmm. how to do it correctly. Once you learn that, what do you got to bring to the table, you know? When you can bring something to the table, like me, I still feel like I still have a style to find, you know? Yeah. Because all I do is copy, but that's what I wanted to do when I was young. I wanted to learn these techniques to create a portrait. But I feel now it's just copying, and my favorite part is kind of just uh, textures and different shirts when they got a grill, when they got jewelry, when they got glasses, mm. when they got hats, when they got all that shit different, you know? Mm. If I get lines from fucking Google or fucking Doves or this, I can't go and t- I don't know, I don't do photography, or even if I did. I don't know where I could go find a lion, you know what I'm saying, and get up close, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, that shit is just more unique, you know? Yeah. I have more fun with it. Sure, I remember, I, I, you know, I inquired about it with him because, like, you know, getting tattooed and going to the convention and seeing the lifestyle, like, I fell in love with that shit. I thought it was very cool. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I just think, I think the the lifestyle of like a tattoo artist is badass because like it's like freedom. You know we're what like I'm pirates, man. Beetle used to say, yeah. "We're like fucking pirates, man. <laughs> like we do anything. We go anywhere. You know what, what I'm saying? saying? I feel yeah. like it's just you don't have to worry about like you know he has a face tattoo, right? Some people are like, oh no, nah, I don't want to face tattoos. I don't know what I don't know what people are gonna think about me. But it's like you know, tattoo artist, you don't give a fuck what nobody thinks. About I think as long shit. as you're like, a fucking boss, man, you can, nobody can tell you shit, man. Yeah. There's always a way of finding how. Hustles, man. You, yeah. you know, that's one thing I admired about Ralph, man. When I was tatting him up, I yeah. told him, I wrote to him, and I was like, hey, man, I admire your fucking drive and your hustle, man. Yeah. He got a fucking Impala SS. He did this. He did that. And he's and 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 I remember him saying, man, I'll get it. And then I'll kind of just be like, mm, and then I want to do something else. I'll get a certain yeah. this. And I, 
And it's like, and that's how it be, man. Like that yeah. shit ain't gonna make you happy, man. Like I think it's the drive, is the it's the shit you do to like, get it. But once we get these things, man, like it doesn't make you happy, man. Like it kind of just it's all material, man. Exactly. But, but it's I think you got an ambition to fucking like hustle and 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 and, and you know you 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 fucking got that drive, man. And and that's what we all need. Yeah. So, I know one of my last questions was going to be, it's like a fucking golden question. It's like, if anybody wants to book with Emilio Garcia, how do they book with you? What's the best way? Let's cut, man. Let's cut. Let's cut. <laughs> <laughs> I, bet, I mean, I know you said earlier, just I, be consistent. Just, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Persistent or consistency is key, man. I uh, just keep hitting me up on Instagram. You're not annoying or my him. Phones. You're not annoying him. Just keep. You're not annoying me, man. I promise you, you're not. And me. like the thing is, I only get sometimes I get three days a week. Sometimes I get four days a week to tattoo, and they go like that, man. And then like the schedule, I don't like. I got my son, and so like sometimes some things go down in school, and they like so I can't book three, four, five, six months. If I didn't have a kid, like. And certain things weren't happening in my life, like my mom, all that. Like, yeah, yeah. Book fucking two years ahead of time. Yeah. yeah. But I can't, man. And and so my time is very limited, man. And all my free time, I promise you, I am getting y'all in, you know? And just just that, man. Just be consistent. And keep hitting me up, and it goes back to the top. And some people literally hit me up one time, and then, like, they just at the bottom, and I'll up. try, man. And sometimes I'll, I'll, re- I'll go through shit, and I'm like, damn, I really want to do that. And I'll hit them up, and they're like, like recently I hit somebody up, and they're like, hey, man, that was like a year ago. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I moved on. Oh, yeah, my God. I'm like, well, if you ain't got this, I already got that tattoo done. Yeah, man. My advice I feel good to though. anybody who wants a tattoo for him, uh, be in his comments, be in the DMs. Yes, sir. Yeah. Damn. Know his shit up, because yeah. it's not personal if he don't respond to you. Yes. I feel good then. I appreciate that, man. Because uh, I didn't have to do all that. Oh why? I I just DM'd him and he responded oh, real yeah. fast. Like it was like that. Yeah. I don't I don't even think he. I'm trying knew. to get out of my shell, man. Like y'all saw how I was in the beginning, man. I'm like trying to fucking like I get nervous, man. I'm not even yeah. looking at these cameras because I'm fucking nervous, nah, man. But I'm good. trying to get out of the out of that comfort zone and get out there, man. Like yeah, I'm trying to sure. get out there, man. And let's go. And yeah, 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 man. I'm trying to go tattoo all over the world, man, for sure. Let's wrap it up. Okay. No, yeah, for sure. Thank you for tuning in to Go Hard Podcast. Make sure you check out our YouTube, TikToks, popping, Instagram. But most of all, make sure you check out Emilio Garcia Art on Instagram. Are you on TikTok too or no? Uh, I am, but I, I don't know how to log on, man. But I know I got a page. <laughs> yeah, I'm a caveman with technology, good. man. But what yeah, about Facebook? Do. You got a Facebook? I got a Facebook. Okay, check him out on Facebook. Check him out on Instagram. Check out Ralph uh, Carrillo. Yeah, shit. Ralph 96. Yeah, Ralph, Ralph 96, Ralph, my bad. Yeah, Ralph 96. Make sure you check out Instagram. Ralph 96 on Instagram. There we go. Got the hottest sneakers. Hey, I appreciate y'all for having me here, man. Thank you for the opportunity. I appreciate both of y'all, man. Not for sure. A lot of love. Thank you for Thank sharing you for the story. For pulling up, man. Yes, uh, one last thing, too. I want to shout out again. Punta Diamante. We fucked these Skittles up. They were good as uh, fuck. These micheladas were real. good. I appreciate it. Appreciate it. Peace. Peace.